Hi. <laughs> I was just doing like, hi. I know. yours. Your openers are like eight octaves higher than my – and and I just giggle back at you. I'm like, always <laughs> Only like on alto, tee Yeah, you're like, uh-huh. <laughs> 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 I don't know what that laugh is. Shit. Um, well, welcome. It's a four for gore laugh. It is a four for gore laugh. And welcome to – Four for gore, where we chat all about horror, horror movies and that, things. Yeah, and that's Jill, and <laughs> that's Colleen. And uh, get out of here, cat. This house, I, uh, it's insane. In anyway, <laughs> when Dave's not here to help take care of this, it's very chaotic. <laughs> extremely chaotic he's wearing like a safari hat and just <laughs> wrangling with a broom or whatever else he could possibly well hello sybil please get out of here hat that never wants to be near me ever in life until we're recording she's like oh you guys are recording right now let me sit in the chair that colleen tried to get chino into and now i'm going to take it and then i'm probably going to proceed to try to hop up on the table anyways oh she's so interested and i'm like get out of here mm-hmm. okay anyhow so welcome. Yeah. <laughs> what an intro. Welcome, Sybil. Uh, um, welcome, Sybil. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. Uh, do you have anything to say? <laughs> okay. Okay. That's right. actually really good. Yeah. She, she sounded talks. like a bitch. Yeah, she, um, <laughs> I mean, she is a bitch. <laughs> but uh, anyways. Good times. So, yeah. Uh, Jill, do you have some things that you want to <laughs> You have to us? prompt me because I forget <laughs> stuff. I do. I just stare at you and smile. <laughs> It's like I'm as excited and not understanding what's going on as our listeners are. I know, I've, known, I've known you long enough during this process, and I'm like, when she does that, it means that she needs a cue. <laughs> and back to you, <laughs> idiot. I'm like pointing oh. at you. You're like, how? Anyways. Put one of your dog's shot collars on me. I'm like, ah. You're it's like, Oh, shit. That's my turn. Time for me to plug our Instagram. <laughs> it's at 4 for Gore Podcast. <laughs> Literally. Please follow us. Yes. Yes. Uh, Please do it. We have lots of fun on there. And I'm going to do a cue to you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, you got it. You you did it. I took a peek at your notes. So we took notes beforehand. I have to share now. And (laughs) I was writing down like how we're going to go about doing this part. And I looked over at Jill and I was like, did you? Oh, you didn't write that down? She's like, no, I'm just going to watch you. I was like, okay. (laughs) And not absorb any of it. (laughs) I love it. And struggle to read upside down. Oh, yeah. That's the hard part. But no. But no, thank you for announcing the the IG. Appreciate it. And we would like um, you all to follow. If you like horror, Mm -hmm. um, we would like you to to, to follow some people that we love. So um, I have some people uh, I would like you to follow. Amber's underscore horrors because she's our gal. Fun. Uh, can't wait to meet in person someday, girl. Right. Okay. Just gonna say, <laughs> we love you. Oh, your hands were up in the air. I did. Like shopping, girl. <laughs> I didn't like, even know where that came from. She's probably like, what the fuck? It was perfect. <laughs> no. Anyways, I'm just teasing. <laughs> love her. Um, horror man ninety three. Mm-hmm. Uh, vile consumption, of course. Please. Oh, we. Oh, yeah. Well, that's gonna. That might be in our updates. Ex- excuse me. I'm just all over the place all of a sudden. Do you need to look at my non-notes? I might need to. <laughs> um, and then Haunted Delights. They, uh, she uh, sells um, wax melts and yeah. they're horror related. And shimmery. And very shimmery. And I, I love... still need to purchase and I'm so sorry. I said I was going to and I really am. I just haven't done it yet. I'm so sorry, but love you. Well, the videos of the pouring of the waxes, yes. very aesthetically. <laughs> Okay. You got it. Yeah. Aesthetically pleasing. Yes. I love it. Yeah. 
So those are some of uh, my list on my end. And then Jill. Mine are silly. Oops, sorry. <laughs> nope. That's, well. Well, no, I mean, silly I'm thinking like- of the art. Oh, yeah. And how much yes. I love it. So yeah. I uh, wanted to plug, again, some people that we referenced or, or at least meant to, if not, oops, my bad, during our Steel City Con mm-hmm. fun on our Instagram at 444. I can't fucking talk. <laughs> it's, we've just been talking for the last two hours before any of this happened, so we're talked out already. It's like my cupcake is kicking in, and now I can't talk. <laughs> so like, it's I'm, a sugar rush. I'm hyper, but I can't communicate. Don't drink that Red Bull, then. I just looked at it and was, <laughs> I like, I was like, don't do it yet. Too soon? No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> No, but um, when we went on like our Steel City Cons, you know, splurge uh, mm-hmm. and all that jazz and we're posting right. art, I did get some stuff from some folks we didn't mention because it wasn't necessarily horror, but their stuff is great online. So a guy named Jeremiah, super friendly and fun to talk to again at this time's Steel City Con. And you can find him at J3RM, as in Mary, 55. Mm-hmm. And then um, his like booth buddy, who's super cool too, and I got a print from this time around at Steel City Con. Uh, his name's Cliff, and he has some awesome artwork too. So he's at Cliff Dawson, like Jack Dawson, but Cliff, because <laughs> that's how I always remember it, like Titanic, <laughs> but not Titanic related at all. Like his artwork's badass. Like write to us and tell us if you think that Jack was a time traveler. Like all the stories I read online about Titanic. Tell write us and tell us if you think that two people could have fit on that door. Because I get really angry every time I watch that movie. Because I've seen it seventeen hundred times in the theater. That's too funny. Our DMs blow up. They're like, They're word. Like, yeah, totally. Yeah. They're like, let's make this a Titanic podcast. You could do that. You could absolutely make an entire podcast over Titanic. All the theories and shit. Did you? Do you know the Titanic's gonna like disappear in like like a few like ten years or twelve or twenty years or something? It's just gonna because it's gonna finally just be disintegrated and be gone forever. Oh, isn't that really sad? It is. It's like super sad because I oh I never thought of that before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'm still hoping Amer- Amelia Earhart's in it somehow. Like right? just cruised up in there. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> They do find her. They're like, holy shit. They're like, how did Jill know this? And I'd be like, aliens put her there. (laughs) The underwater kind. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Sybil agrees. I think they're under there. Did you have any others? Um, I I didn't mean to. Oh, yes, I did. I was going to say, I think you had a couple more. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. No, no, no. I'm glad you said that. I have another person that we met at Steel City Con. Yes. A nice, lovely doll of a gal. Yes. um, And you can follow her at Average Nerd Fitness. And she was super fun, like a huge Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan. Yep. Um, So we started following her and vice versa because she's rad. And she's super fun. So check out her too. Yeah. So we love all these peoples. And uh, we feel like we we hope that we have a good relationship with y'all because we really like you and hopefully you like us back. Oh, that sounded really desperate. We're like, (laughs) we just want friends. I will PayPal you. (laughs) I will PayPal you or Venmo you to be my friend. No, honestly, though, it's cool. It's cool to have it's cool to have some peeps that we can chat with and like, mm-hmm. you know, you see their name and you're like, I know them. Totally. Like we're besties or something. We yeah. chat every night and braid each other's hair. <laughs> oh, shit. No, but it was it, it was a, it's been a lot of fun, like getting some of these followers and chatting with them and sharing all the good stuff. And mm-hmm. then obviously some of these are still CityCon related that we've purchased from because they're awesome. Totes. So, oh, another one. Nardy by Nature. Oh, yeah. Fucking A. Of I course. almost completely forgot. Yep. Narty by nature. Okay. 
So with that also being said, if you have not, we would like you to go and check out. We did a little something for our anniversary. Oh, it's getting serious. I know. Two years together. <laughs> Isn't that nuts? It's about time I get you like a promise ring or. I would appreciate that. A Nuva ring. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, if you're getting that serious, geez. <laughs> it doesn't even make any sense. It doesn't make any We're sense. We're so zany. We are so zany. Um, so, no, but we did do something for our anniversary. So, go check that out on our page if you haven't already. It's a little, I don't know. I'll just, I'll just, no, I'm not going to say anything. Memories. Yeah, memories. Like the corners of my mind. <laughs> Misty watercolor memory. Do you know the song? No. Oh, you don't? No. I thought maybe you were going to We've actually tried that before. Oh, we did. Yeah, we did. A long time ago at the bar. I forgot about that. Yes. I still don't remember it. No, yes. I'm kidding. Yeah, but no, it was a good time. But you, I remember you like kept looking at all of us like, you're going to do it? And we're like, we don't know the words. <laughs> oh, I'm the only one that's 900? Got it. No. But anyways, yes, please go check that out if you haven't already. We uh, put something together for, for y'all. Yep. Yep. So. Love it. Love it. So excited. Um, Sybil's back. Okay. So, uh, let's see what else. Oh, that's it I have on my end. So now what about you? What's going on in your life? Nothing. No? Uh, still reading Firestarter. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone has a lot of time to get caught up with me if you haven't already. Because holy shit. I just haven't had time. Yeah. Get to reading, people. I need to get to reading. I do plan to do that tomorrow quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, if, if if it goes my way on the balcony mm-hmm. and some fresh air. So that's good. House hunting continues. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so does my annoyance with my neighbor loudness, which is total BS um, because I'm like the loudest. I mean, we've met. I, don't, I mean, I don't think that you're that. I don't think you're as loud as you think that you are. I know I'm being a hypocrite. Like I <laughs> – have you ever seen Blow? Yes. <laughs> I hate how Penelope Cruz says, don't be such a hypocrite. <laughs> uh, but are you I, kidding me? Depth's in that. I am be- – oh. <laughs> I'm going to talk about it. Anyways. I mentioned him oh, in my you? notes. Okay, good. Perfect. This is so random. I just love it. Mine are – it's like on page three of my notes though. Oh. I know. Very strange. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so I, I, I'm just ready to not feel like I live in a dorm. I know. You know? And I remember those feelings. Sharing walls with people is driving me nuts. It's like I'm hypersensitive to the noise around me now. I don't know what it is. Well, you're focused on it because now, now you know what, now you know what's available to you on the other side and what could be. And so you're hyper, like you said, you're hyper focusing on what what could be versus what you have now. So you're just every little thing that's going on around you that that maybe didn't annoy you before because you didn't have options or you weren't ready yeah. for those options yet. Now you're kind of like, fuck. Like every time I open a closet and something falls out of it, I'm like, these fucking closets. <laughs> or then I walk by something and I bonk my elbow and I'm like, there's all these doors in here. And you're like, they've only been here the last three years. <laughs> I know. Four years. I don't I know. even know how long you've been there. We've been there a long time. Yeah. I it's think been a while. It's Almost five years or so? Well, since before the guys moved out with each other. No, right after the guys moved yeah. out with each other. Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. It's been quite a while. Oh, it's been well, – we've been here for three. Okay. Well, so it's, okay. It's so more it's, like five. So it's like four. Four-ish. Four. Yeah. Well, four-ish. It's three too many. Yeah. I'm getting over it real <laughs> quick. Like it's one too many. <laughs> yeah, right? So I'm just ready. Yeah. Ready, Freddy. Um. But other than that, I started watching documentary about yeah. John Wayne Gacy. I know I took a peek at it today. Per your recommendation. Yeah. Because, because you it's... told me about it. Yeah. And then I started it. And then you started it. Yeah. And then I'm going to go home tonight 
after we hang out and uh, spoon some Ben and some Jerry, and I'm going to fucking watch more of it because yes. it's very good. It is very good. Uh, highly recommend for those that are into serial killers as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like they kind of tie in together. It's its own personal kind of horror. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's good so far. Yeah. Um, it was funny because when Jill came here today, she was like, did you did you start it? And I jokingly <laughs> said, I know what happens. <laughs> Because I yeah. think, like, I know what you meant by, like, did you start it? Not like, oh, I don't want to spoil anything, but I just felt yes. like being a dick and being like, I know what happens. I was like, do you know? <laughs> Holy shit. What? Under the floorboards? Huh? Yeah. There was a crawl space? Oh, my God. The whole story is ridiculous, though. Like, the more I think about it, like, he was too cocky at the end. Yeah. Like, so cocky at the end. And it's crazy. He just, ew. He was Ugh. gross. And some of the, the accounts, like that, the very oh. first interview, that guy. Dude. Oh, my God. And, and so, it's so intense. I don't. I think that I cringe more at documentaries these days when the actual victims or potential victims, thank God some of them, oh, okay, this is going to sound stupid. They obviously aren't true victims in that sense because they're telling us their survivors. Thank you. I couldn't think of the word. (laughs) I'm sitting here going, it's not a victim. It's not a, but they're a victim. And you're like, they survived. So like, thank you for the word. No, but the survivors, I think that's the, I, I, it's all terrible, every single bit of it. But like, that's the one that I'm like, I, yes, I have to hear this coming out of your mouth, and you like actually experience this, and it's just so fucked up. Oh, living so to tell the tale, dude. I don't know. Intense. Anyways, it's awful. Intensity in ten cities. So, John Wayne Gacy, you suck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll go sell the po- or, uh, the the pogo painting I have of him <laughs> that he never painted. <laughs> right? Yes. Apparently, they he had like other people in in so in the jail do it for him. Um. Anyways, keep going. Sorry, I totally like feel like I derailed you there. That 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 was, was it. That was fine because oh. I, I was even shooting from the hip with the John Wayne Gacy oh, really? thing. Yeah, I'm oh. so boring. You're not boring. I want to be. Well, here's the I'm thing. Tired. It's only it's only April. There's not much going on right now. Oh, that no. This is all you're me. I'm just oh. like. <laughs> you're like- I, I had cereal. Like those are my updates. I'm like, what kind? <laughs> well, it would be Reese's peanut Almond butter milk, pops. Vitamin D. What was it? Oh yeah, the D. Oh, oh the D. Okay. <laughs> you looked so happy too. Oh, uh-huh. oh, I like vitamin D milk though. <laughs> we just don't drink milk. Does in the, the body good? Anymore. We drink almond milk. Hmm. We drink almond. I milk. had to quit buying almond. Buy blah. Jesus. I told you. I'm like hyper and can't talk. I had to quit buying almond milk because I was getting the chocolate kind. Uh-huh. And then I was waking up in the middle of the night and just standing with the like fridge door wide open, chugging it. Awake. Really? I was awake. Yeah. You should have just lied and said I slept walk that, and I don't remember it. No, when I used to do that, I would just eat cheese. Just eat cheese. Really? Well, yes, I have oh. notes on that later. Oh, really? I do. That's so funny. But so, what's going on with you? Tell me. Um, so thanks to you, um, moving forward, starting Monday through Thursday, I'm going to just have whatever <gasps> channel it is to watch the Depp versus Heard case, <laughs> um, because it is so fucking insane and interesting. Um, and Jill told me yesterday, this is like news. It's not like Jill's just like. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you heard it here first. I don't know. Like, I don't know what I'm saying. Jill told me that she pooped on his side of the bed. Like what? Yes. I didn't know that part. I just think that's so funny because, like, anyone in the future who's like thinking of dating her, they're like, "Oh, she shits on beds. She shits in beds." Like, and like, I'm not giving her a set of keys yeah. because if she no if things she might... go awry and she's got my, you know. 
Oy. Maybe it was, well, I don't, you don't follow it this closely, but I did just now think of um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Do you oh, know okay. that episode? Uh, no. There's like a phantom pooper. Like oh they don't God. know who shit the bed. And so maybe it was just Amber the whole time. Oh my God. Um, but anyways. Miss <laughs> Bird. Miss Bird, um, come, come on. Why are you in, why are you in this apartment? No. Um, so I have been kind of like finding clips here and there of it, obviously. But then whenever you told me that like you're pretty sure that it's like streaming live. Oh, I Monday watched through some. Thursday. Yeah, I'm like, ah, oh, I have to do that. Like, I have to watch it. So, definitely going to be tuning in to more of that. Yeah, dude. Super excited and um, justice for Deb. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> justice for D. Justice for the D. <laughs> um. Uh. Oh, so this is the biggest. This is the biggest. Um, update that I have in my life right now. Okay, I'm officially the owner and mother now of a bearded dragon he's sitting beside me kind he's, of yeah sitting next to jill in his his old tank his, with his tongue sticking out i read i i i was telling jill i google i have not i have googled so much about bearded dragons in the last um i don't know what week and a half now that we've had him you're very learned i'm very i'm very yes i'm learning a lot because every time he does something or like i'm not sure of something i'm immediately like hey google could you teach me blah 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 um so right shut up google oh yeah i have shut up google dude that man voice out of nowhere disembodied man voice scared the shit out of me and then you never know which one you're gonna get the kitchen or the it's really weird so anyways i have a bearded dragon i named him elliot renfield Elliot for Peach Dragon because he is a dragon. And Elliot's name in Pete's Dragon was Elliot. No, the dragon's name in Pete's Dragon <laughs> was Elliot. It confuses you because the name is Pete's Dragon. Anyways, yeah. And then Renfield because he eats bugs. So not, Elliot Renfield. Not Elliot. Not Elliot. <laughs> not that Elliot. Nope. Super cute. Right now he's just sitting um, in his... Uh, terrarium he's been on my shoulder a couple times but he's sitting in his terrarium with his mouth open and i learned that's because he's reached his maximum temperature and that's how they cool down because they don't sweat so i just keep staring at him because i'm like are you okay his breath smells like dirt and worms oh my god i feed him worms (laughs) all the time he loves them i gave him crickets the other day and he ate all those are they annoying crickets yes they don't make noise at all why i don't know that's weird i don't know they're like shit we're in here with this thing well, we don't want because well, he has the... ears right yeah has... so there so his little <laughs> nostrils are right here and then his little ears are back like you'll see the little holes like the little flaps oh, yeah. those are his ears um so yeah i'm super in love with him he's super cute his new tank comes next week we have been holding off and getting a new tank because um he uh this is going on way too long. We held off on getting him a new tank because we wanted to make sure that we got the perfect tank and we didn't want to have to get one and then return it and then get another one. So we just wanted to make sure it was one and done. And we got him a hammock that they apparently they like to sit in and um, got him some new lights. And I have a timer for him, but I haven't set up the time. No, they do. They like to go into hammocks. You're, you're so excited looking. I know. I'm so excited. I can't wait. You probably could have just hung a COVID mask in there and called it a day. <laughs> safety first um but no he's super cute but we acquired him i guess i should say we didn't just like go out and and purchase a bearded dragon i just want to say that real fast he was in the yard yeah just like just chilling (laughs) somebody let him go no so one of dave's co-workers um long story short his kids are no longer interested in this thing and i shouldn't say this thing he's my baby now but was no longer interested in him 
and whatever, which that can happen. Right. I mean, their kids are getting older. They're just like, we just don't want it. And he's a single dad. And he was like, you know what? I'm like just, alligators in the sewers. Yeah, pretty much. He, and so he was like, somebody needs to take this this uh, this dragon for me um, because if not, then I don't know what to do with it. And so here we are. So Dave texted me one day and said, do you want a bearded dragon? And I just went, yes, question mark. And then immediately right after said, yes, yes, I will, I will take the bearded dragon. Didn't even know what I was getting myself into. Don't know anything about them. Learning. What if it like screeched in the night? Like you don't find it in any article, but like in <laughs> this one does. It's like... <laughs> I would probably like lose my shit. I meant to ask you about the crickets forever ago because yep. I'm like that would be so they don't freaking make a sound. annoying, and I think it's because they know that like because That's well weird. they don't even make sounds at the at the um, store. I think it's just because there's so much going on that yeah. whenever there's like a lot going around them, they're just like eh, gotta be quiet. <laughs> what well, was so weird too? Because whenever I wanted to go buy him crickets recently, I've never purchased crickets. I don't know Ugh. like what is the etiquette. I hate how they cling to you because their legs are kind of spiky. Yeah. Well, they don't surprisingly they don't bother me. I mean, it, they're harmless, but like, so I go to the pet store and I'm like, um, so I, I need to buy crickets. And the girl's like, okay, how many would you like? And I'm like, I never bought a cricket before. A like, baker's dozen? What do I ask for? And she's, I was like, how many do people typically get for like a, a an adult, like a young adult size bearded dragon? And she's like, I've had people ask for two crickets and I've had people ask for 300 crickets. No. And I was like, oh, I don't want that many. I was like, I'll just take 10. I didn't know what to do because <laughs> I bought him like mealworms too that come in like a little, like a little container. And those are easy. You just grab them out of the fridge and you're done, which I didn't know where those were either. Yeah, you have to keep them in the fridge. Yeah. yeah. And um, I was like, oh, okay. And so then she hands me the bag and like takes – she was so – oh, this part was cracking. I cracked up my therapist with this part. Okay. I was like telling her about it. And uh, so the girl was like, do you like want to put like a little piece of egg carton in there for them? And I was like, what does that do? And she's like, it just gives them some place to like crawl Oh. And so they're not just chilling in the bag. And I was like, well, it is their last dying day. So let's give them something. And she just kind of looked at me like, is this girl okay? And I was like, I kind of feel bad. I you mean, bring I, them home and just release them yeah, in the backyard. <laughs> I can't. I'm like, I can't do it. Um, but no, I, I did buy calcium powder stuff that you're supposed to like, I thought you were supposed to, I think you can sprinkle it on there. Like um, they, they eat leafy greens, like they eat salad. Um, but not, not, not Caesar, not, yeah, not Caesar, but not, um, what is that called? Um, iceberg lettuce. Cause it's too much water. It's not good nutrients. No, we all know that. But right. anyways, you're supposed to take a tiny little bit of that powder and put it in the bag with the crickets and shake it up. It's like a seasoning and it's like calcium and like <sighs> vitamin D and stuff that it's supposed to help them. And so all these crickets, I did that and they were all just like walking around his little, his little terrarium and they were all white. <laughs> I was like, well, at least I can see them. <laughs> They're dusted. Oh, my God. It was terrible. He ate, he ate them all. They're all gone. I mean. That's funny. Yeah. Anyways, he's shake super great. Yeah, he's super great. I love him. So I have a bearded dragon. And you will till the end of time. Yes. he. They last anywhere from like, I think, 10 to 20, 20 years. And I think he's seven. That's what we were told. Who knows? I don't I, I don't know. I'm still learning, guys. I'm still learning. But don't worry. He's got the best home he can possibly have. And he's just sitting there with his tongue sticking out at Jill. So I don't appreciate the side eye he's giving No, me. he is giving you side eye. <laughs> he's definitely giving you some serious side eye. I feel like he could, if he could get out and hold a knife in his little teeth, I think that he would use he's it like, on me. Um, I've been trying to read some more as well. Um, I've been still reading uh, The Stranger Beside Me. I you. think it, it's probably going to go on until the season ends. Um, cause I just don't feel like I'm ever going to get done with it. 
Um, but I did recently read a section where I won't go into too much detail because I don't want to ruin anything because I never knew this about him. Okay. Um, about Ted Bundy, for those that don't know what that book's about. Um, th- but there was like an account from a girl that had like dated him and she described like something that had happened to the two, like between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And it was chilling. Oh. It was like downright like once again, he's a terrible human being as well. Um, so that's, I'm still trying to read that. Um, and then the only other update we really have is, well, we both obviously went to Steel City Con. I think we already talked about that, didn't we? I think yeah, so. Yeah, we did. So yeah. yeah, that was a fun time. Yeah, good times. Don't know why I'm like forgetting that we talked about that. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And then last night went and saw The Northman in the theater. Mm-hmm. It was pretty great. Um, and anybody that's interested that likes Robert Eggers, I think that's how you would say it. Egger. 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 Sugar water. <laughs> but Robert Eggers, who also did Witch and also did um, The Lighthouse, highly recommend. It was a good movie. I will say this without spoiling anything. If we were to review you and I, we, we're not going to. It's not like a horror movie. But if we were to review based off of gore alone, yeah. I would have flat out given it a four if I could, but definitely a two. Oh, nice. Oh, it was gory. Very gory. I love that. All yeah. right. So updates were fun. <laughs> <laughs> good good thing. We are so many things. Else. Mostly just uh, chilling and, okay, I don't know. Red bowling. Red bowling. Yeah. Did you even crack your <laughs> No, yet? not no? yet. I, have I to, know. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm just Well, going. this is a silent movie, so I'm thinking if I get sleepy halfway through our <laughs> fun, I'll just <laughs> I love it. So... Um, I had talked to Jill about this as well before and I was like, Hey, cause Jill and I have never seen this movie. And so oh. I said, I said, did you write your prediction? And she's just like, no, she forgot. That's okay. So I'm still gonna, I told her mine already, but I'm still going to read it just cause it's kind of ridiculous. But in order to predict what we think is going to happen in the movie, we go off the tagline, right? So the tag- well, what's the movie? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, motherfucker. I guess, so I'm like really guess now. Like, okay, well, shit. It's so cool. the movie that we reviewed this time around is the Cabinet of Doctor Cal- Caligar. Is it Caligari? Yeah, Caligari. Okay, mm-hmm. so the Cabinet of Doctor Caligari. So the tagline is. <laughs> The most amazing story ever screened. Okay. So I said, based off of that, my prediction is a mad doctor traps a girl into a motion picture forever. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. And they're both in Calgary. (laughs) (laughs) With Dr. Caligari. So funny. Um, Well, good job on remembering to do all of your homework. Yeah, I try. I hope I put my reasons for rating this time. I forgot last time. Nope, did it. Oh, Nailed that's it. That's good. That's good. That's good. Um, you know what, though? Normally, I try to remind you, and i that's my fault. I didn't remind you this time. But I don't you think also I should need your... a reminder. Well, I mean. You got to cue me. You got to remind me. We also did, like, think about this. Speaking of the two years that we've already, well, by the time this comes out, two years have already passed, right? Yeah. Um, uh, or not passed, but we, anyways, moving on. So my point is, uh, we didn't have that ever before. <laughs> Listen, everybody, it's Saturday. Uh, it's Saturday. And it's really nice outside. And Jill and I are just like all over the place. We had a cupcake. Ugh. We've got sugar rushes. I've got coffee rushes. 
Red Bull rushes. Red Bull rushes. There's a lot of rushing going on There's here. There's a lot lots happening. Of, lots to be rushed. Anyway, my teeth are vibrating and I haven't even <laughs> cracked mine yet. Oh my God, sometimes that <laughs> happens to me with the teeth vibrating. Yeah. You're just like too much caffeine. I can't do this. Yeah. <sighs> so anyways, <laughs> the cabinet of Dr. Caligari, uh, the date of release was February 7th of 1920. Mm. We're going back. Okay. Real far. <laughs> to the Titanic um, days. Yeah. Nope, that was before this. <laughs> No. Oh, yeah. I always, I always think or 1914. That, I think you know what it is. I think it's because it happened. The reason I, I do the same thing, I think it was in the 20s, because I think it happened on April 21st or 22nd. So uh, it's like in the 20s, isn't it? I don't know. Hey, Google. Oh. When did the Titanic sink? Oh. Ah, okay. <laughs> April 14th, 1912. Okay. That's nice. So I don't know where 20 comes from. Anyways, um, <laughs> but yes, after the Titanic sank is when this movie came out. Okay. So, the oh, and this is a German movie. Mm-hmm. So would like to give a shout out to Germany. Um, <laughs> thank you for this piece Thanks of art. Thanks for all your schnitzels. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for just rocking it. Sybil <laughs> likes it. Sybil's okay with it. Oh, um, so the director was um, Robert Wine. I think it's pronounced Wine. Um, and he was known for the three things that he was the three things that he was known for. I just don't like this to you too, but the three things he was known for. This he the was German three. <laughs> <laughs> he was a writer for it. These were not. He did not do. Um, he was not a director. So we have the Knight of the Rose, and that's K N I G H T. Um, das Wanderlicht. Yep. yep. I, by the way, tried very hard to find the pronunciations of these. Could not for the yeah. life of me. So I, I'm just, I'm really sorry if I butcher these terribly. And Latre. Latre. So, okay. Rating. Well, as we all know, there was no rating because in 1968 is when the Motion Picture Association of America started. So uh-huh. there was no rating for this movie. Okay. Um, the tagline, once again, the most amazing story ever screened. The synopsis goes a little something like this. Oh. Hypnotist Dr. Caligari uses a, I still don't think I know how to do this, somnambulist. Yeah, it's something. Somnambulist. Mm -hmm. Caesar, or Caesar, however you want to say it. I'm going to say Caesar because I I just That's how I thought. I like it. I like Mm -hmm. it like that. Because it's A-R-E at the end and it's not like Caesar, like the dog trainer. Yeah. Or like, you know, the one that like. Salad. Yeah. (laughs) Let me go back That's and read That's the that. one I'm familiar with. Yeah, same. <laughs> or the one that, like, I'm not good at history. <laughs> I was going to say the dog That's trainer, the, the salad, oh. um, and then Caesar, like, Caesar, like, the Ro- Roman? Roman? What? <laughs> Listen, sure. I did not. I That's did not, why I went with salad. I was yeah, like, nope, I not touching that. Nope. I didn't, uh, I didn't specialize in history. Mm-hmm. Dave's probably just going, oh, my God, as he listens to this. My husband's like, what the fuck did I marry? Um, anyways, okay, let's read that again. The historian. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm like, I know it all. Um, hypnotist Dr. Caligari uses a som- somnambulist. I'm going to fuck it up every time. Caesar to commit murders. That's it. Oh, mm-hmm. there that is. Mm. So, the box office. Oh. The budget was $18,000, mm. right? <laughs> This this part made me a little sad. Uh oh, the gross USA in Canada, eight thousand eight hundred and eleven. Oh boy, 
And same for the gross worldwide, oh. 8811 Oh, goodness. So, That's a bummer. I'm so it, sorry, guys. <laughs> you didn't really knock it out of the park for yourself there. I bet when VHS came out, <laughs> it was booming. <laughs> you know, people at Blockbuster. They were like, we got our money back. <laughs> Thank God for these things. Thanks, Video Warehouse. <laughs> Oh, my God. It's so good. The running time, one hour and seven minutes. Okay. Here's where it gets tricky again. I'm going to try really hard. I want to apologize in advance if I butcher this because I'm sure I will. It stars Werner Cross as Dr. Caligari, Conrad Veit Veit as Cesar, Mm -hmm. okay, Um, Frederick Fair as Francis. Oh, they spell it that way? I was spelling it differently from what I saw in the movie, but maybe, okay, it's Francis. Anyways. No. Um, I love this person's name, Lil, L-I-L. Oh. Lil Dagover. Nice. That's who Jane, that's Jane Olson. Okay, that's our, that's our woman. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, here we go. Hans Heinrich von Wardowski. <laughs> hey. Alan. You sold me. <laughs> I'm trying really hard. I'm Very saying it nice. slow because if not, I'm going to really, really mess it up. And then Rudolph Let Let Lettinger Lettinger as Doctor Olson. Mm-hmm. Okay, so those are our, like our main characters. Pretty small cast. Yeah. It was a silent movie after all, so I feel like they can't. They don't go crazy on those, right? Do I, they? I, I, I would hope not. I had trouble anyway. Mm-hmm. I did I, too. Yeah. I did too. So, um, so it was filmed in Berlin, Germany, and then the critics. So could not find it on RogerEbert.com. Obviously, couldn't do it. Oh, and I didn't even mention IMDb is where I'm getting all this other stuff from. Nice. Um, Wikipedia, I did find some critics' information there. It starts with, there are differing accounts as to how Caligari was first received by audiences and critics immediately after its release. Stephen Brockman, um, Anton Kais, and film theorist Kristen Thompson say it was popular with both the general public and well-respected by critics. Robinson wrote, the German critics almost... Uh, excuse me. The German critics, almost without exception, ranged from favorable to ecstatic. Nice. And then um, just another little piece. Some critics felt it imitated a stage production too closely. Other commentators, like critic Herbert I hear I hear hearing I hearing mm-hmm. and novelist Blaise Sendrars Sendrars. Okay, I'm really trying. Objected to the um, presentation of the story as a madman's delusion, but because they felt it belittled expressionism as an art form. Theater critic um, Helmut Gross condemned the film's visual design as cliched and derivative, calling it a cartoon and a reproduction of designs rather than from what actually took place on stage. Oh. So it's kind of like that I took that as saying that, like, because we'll, I'm sure we'll both mention this eventually, but essentially the the background of their the background of all of their scenes, it's just like painted. It's like mm-hmm. a stage. It's like a stage production instead of like a movie. Yeah. So I think that that's kind of like obviously what they're trying to say there. Yeah. Um, IMDb gave it an 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. There was nothing for Metacritic. Could not find it. Hmm. Didn't exist there. And then Rotten Tomatoes. This was impressive. Rotten Tomatoes gave us a 99%. So it was a fresh whatever the fuck they call that on, I always forget what it's called, fresh. They call it a Roma. <laughs> it's something. <laughs> and then the audience gave it an 89%. Wow. So That's it's cool. it scored pretty high on those. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. You want my Spranks? I do want your Spranks. <laughs> Give me them Spranks. <laughs> so, um, 
Oh, sources. Yes. Sprank sources. Sprank uh, sources. IMDB, intjournal.com, and thetake.com, but it's the hyphen take.com. Oh, okay. Thank you. Really cool articles on those two, by the yeah. way, about the well, – well, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, the physical appearance of uh, Dr. Caligari was inspired by portraits of the German philosopher Arthur Schopenhauer. Mm. Mm. So he was a looker. Mm. <laughs> Just saying. Um, <laughs> so funny you couldn't find it on RogerEbert.com. Oh, no. No, no, no. Oh, okay. I'm like, shit. It's, what did I fuck up? It's included on his great movies list. Oh. So that doesn't mean that he wrote yeah. a you know review of it, but yeah. he loves this movie. Okay. Also, and this is just an FYI. It's not really a so I lied to you. But we're going to learn a little bit about expressionism Ooh. for fun, too. But that's yes. peppered here and there. Okay. So stay tuned. Like that. But more to come. Like so, that. Yeah. Like nice. that. Those so now let's get into it. Let's talk about it. Credits. Yeah. It's like a green scene. Very green and erratic music. Uh, very erratic music. I thought it was kind of erratic. Yeah, well, and then um, can we talk about the awesome, like, old school Microsoft Word-looking font? Yes. Is that I didn't, like, know how to describe it, and I was like, <laughs> I know Jill will have a better, like, descript- <laughs> descriptive way of explaining it, but it is. It's really – it's. I liked it. I thought that the writing – it's kind of hard at times, depending on, like, when I was reading, if I could yeah, comprehend, but – it it was I liked it a lot. I have more on that later. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah, because it definitely caught my eyeball as well. So oh, nice. So far, we're on the same page. Yeah, I like it. Page one of our notes. Page one. <laughs> page one. Bullet point one. What? Anyways, so far so good. Uh, so yeah, but we open up. You know, opening credits, the music, all that stuff. Oh, I love the stringy instrumental music. Oh, absolutely. Setting the good creepy vibe. Yes, already yes. good. That is the one good thing about um, silent movies in general is that. With the creepier ones, and I'm not I'm not an expert. I'm just going based off of the two that I've seen in my entire life now. Um, that, uh, yeah, they definitely do a really good job with the music mm-hmm. in those movies. I mean, they have to. You can't mm-hmm. hear anything else. It's like, oh, you know, I do have a question real fast. <laughs> and if, stop me if this is in your trivia. I, like, okay. in your stuff. Stop me. Yeah. But, like, so you can have music – but you can't have someone talk. I know that I, I feel like I know this answer somehow, but I don't actually know how to explain it. But I don't really know how either. Like, isn't is there just a pit somewhere nearby and there's an orchestra in it? Yeah. Mm. But then how do they. Record- and there's a big old boom mic hanging in I one get- of their faces. Like, yes, I don't like, even understand. It. I don't either. But like, I just thought of that just now as we're sitting here. I'm like, wait, there's music and they could get that to go on the screen. No, I think you're right. I was going to say, I did right. all this expressionism notating. No, 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 nothing- no, no. <laughs> no, 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 you're fine. Keep that, obviously. I'm like, scratch that. Don't even talk about it. <laughs> no. Who cares about the stylistic approaches? But I think that you're correct. Now that you're saying that, yes, I think that's how they did it back in the day. Obviously, we, obviously, they can get music to come over now on, yeah. on video. Yeah. But back then, you're right. I think that they just filmed it. They didn't have a way. And then the orchestra would play in the pit. Thank you very much. That was my answer. That's what I needed. I Well, I don't – I get – I hope nope, I'm right. I'm 99.9% <laughs> 9. sure that you are correct. Okay? Yay. Yeah. Anyways, we're learning together. We are learning so much. Well, actually, that's funny you say that because I need to learn from you for a moment. Because okay. in this movie then, we see two men and they're like in a little wooded type – it, like a little seating area. Yeah, like an old man and a young man. And one of them says there are spirits all around us. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's my question. 
Yeah. That young dude is Francis. And who's the other guy? I don't know who the other guy is. Okay, then at least I it's not just me. Maybe it's like his <laughs> father or maybe – no, that doesn't make sense. He's just some old dude just hanging out, just like, hey, here I am. Looks like they're sitting waiting I, on a bus. I actually – I had that – yeah, I had that same – a horse, a carriage. Oh. <laughs> um, get it right. My bad. Let's let's go with the times, Okay. <laughs> The Titanic. Nope, that was too soon or too late. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just teasing. Um, that ship has sunk. It has. <laughs> that ship has sailed. <laughs> too soon? Too soon? Uh, um, okay. So, no, I don't know who that guy is. To answer your question, I have no idea. Um, the- I assumed at first that he was maybe Dr. Caligari, and he's not, obviously. Yeah. I was like, is he just, like, chilling, and he's going to end up being a bad guy? No, he's mm. just a nobody. Yeah. Oh, that's harsh. <laughs> oh. Sorry, guy. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Sorry to your mom, too, um, for that one. <laughs> she's nobody. nobody. She's like, how dare you? My son's in a great mood. Um, no, I don't know who he is. But, um, but yeah, they're just sitting there. They're talking. There's like, like you said, like um, Francis is talking about, you know, um, spirits being around yep. and such. And then he starts talking about something else and then uh, a woman in white doth approaches oh i wrote the same thing minus did you really minus the doth oh but still very close yeah yeah uh she creeps into frame right very um meanders yeah yeah she does (laughs) meander um and she's very um she's not paying attention she's like almost in a trance yeah 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 she ghosts by it looks (laughs) like just Looks like somebody has her on a skateboard and they're pulling her. She's just like, oh. Uh, <laughs> checked That's out. kind of what the music was like. like <laughs> she is so checked out. Yes. And then how about the up close shots are framed? It's like you're looking through like a monocular. Yes. You know, I love yes. that. Oh, I do. I do love. I, I, see, once again, didn't know how to explain it, but I was going to say I love how they, it's not zooming in, but it's almost like you're just sectioning off that one spot of the screen and that's mm-hmm. how they zoom in and zoom out and start and open the scenes which I, love I love that yeah yep but uh, the young man as we learn is francis is very smitten yes very smitten of this uh, woman in white we learn that that's his fiance yeah he says to the dude hey quit looking at her butt yeah that's my fiance <laughs> that's my gal that's my best gal <laughs> it's my best gal in her best white dress <laughs> she wasn't supposed to let me see her in it until our day <laughs> Jane, here she comes. Jane ruined it. That's She's not Jane. A, yeah. <laughs> Way to go, Jane. Go, that is Jane. But yeah, um, super. He's super smitten, and she's like, "Bye." <laughs> she doesn't give two shit. Literally ghosts him. Yeah, she's like, Mm-mm. "Yeah, nope, don't care." And then Francis begins a story. He's telling of their quote experience. Mm-hmm. He and Jane mm-hmm. had this experience that he's telling this dude about. Yep. Yep. Um, and then, uh, speaking of the transitions and stuff, cue radder version of a PowerPoint slide transition to an intertitle where we see a drawing of a small town. Yeah. That's what those slide things are called. I kept calling them PowerPoint slides. (laughs) I don't know what they're called. I learned so much vocabulary. Those are called intertitles. Yeah. So the word, the little slide, the the PowerPoint slides. Shit. There it is again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, the town, too, like the little town we see first when yeah. his story starts, kind of reminded me of, like, Tim Burton. Yes. Because there are no right yeah. angles. It's all very yes. crookedy. Oh, extremely crookedy. Um, I have notes about that later. But, um, yeah, the town is very askew. Yes. It's not very uh, – it's not 2022, that's for sure. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the next scene, then, too, is, like <laughs> – 
Speaking of Tim Burton and Johnny Depp, actually, <laughs> he weaseled in. There he is. He charmed his way into of my course, notes. Of course he did because he's a – don't even get me started. I can't even. Did he make it onto my top ten list? I don't know if he did. He no, because he's have. not a villain. Or would he have been in something? No. I don't know if we specifically said villain, did Oh, all mine were. It was like our top 10 horror movie crushes. And you were like, Mel Gibson. Well, I mean, he was inside. <laughs> this is true. This is true. I don't think we did villains. I think we just said our top 10 horror crushes. All of mine were so bad. Yes, they Well, that yours are always bad. <laughs> you could. T- well, technically. Mm. No, he's. Yeah, no. It, Johnny's in quite a few. Scare- I mean, Sleepy Hollow. Um, other stuff. I can't think. <laughs> I'm just picturing his face. Right. That's all I yes. care about. Technically, The Astronaut's a really good one. Have you ever seen that? No. Oh, speaking of, you said speaking of Johnny Depp and... Oh. Um, okay. Sorry, so I totally derailed. Sorry. Is that... At the beginning there, um, is that France... Is that Francis sitting there reading a book or is that Alan? I don't have that down. Oh. It was I a just, dude standing and he's reading a book. Oh, that's Alan. Okay. Okay. I have, I have the, the old man in the top hat creeps into frame. Then I have the book reading guy. Oh, okay. I forgot about the top hat. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's not, I mean, but that's our first look well, at, I, that's I, our first look at Caligari. Dr. C. Yeah. That's a good, I just call him the doc. Cause I was like, I just wanted to keep saying Calgary and I'm like, I know that's not it. I was like, I'm going to end up saying that on the show. I know it. Um, but yes, it's Alan. That's, uh, I think reading a book. Okay. And Cause, cause yeah. He rem- Al. Okay. That was my thumb. Oh. He kind of reminds me of like Johnny Depp in a Tim Burton film. Oh. Like the way he's standing there. He like, I'm like, Edward Scissorhands, hello. I named him someone else. Oh, he you did? Rem- he reminds, Alan reminds me for two seconds, the one way that he looks at the, like towards or away from the screen. He reminds me of Crispin Glover. Do you know who that is? Mm. Have you ever seen Charlie's Angels? No. Okay, hold on. I have to show you because it's not going to make sense if I don't show this to you. Um, so Crispin Glover is in Charlie's Angels, um, but he's a very, um, he's the thin man in that movie. This is who he reminds me of for like two seconds. Oh, yeah. Like from the side, not yeah. like once you actually see him up close, but anybody that knows who Crispin Glover is, if you- Are you kidding me? Isn't that the guy from fucking Back to the Future, the weirdo that played the dad, the young dad? I mean- Crispin. I mean, how many actors are named Crispin? I mean, let's see. He's so, Back to the Future. He's so George strange. McFly. Yep. Yeah. That's him. He's a very well. So he's very creepy in Charlie's Angels. He's literally called, um, he's literally called the Thin Man, and he's mm. just like he's supposed to be a bad guy. Anyhow, moving on. But yeah, that's who that reminds me of. But I can also see some Johnny. That just I I can't help but think of it though because of the style of it all. Like right. it just reminds me yes. of Tim Burtony. Yes. So yeah, he looks out a window and then he smiles super he seems, happily. Yeah, he seems very happy. <laughs> Alan's a happy guy. He's totes. Yep. Stoked. And yep. then there's a scene within like a teeny area of town. Yeah, he's, we, he's off to town. We get a little a little newspaper headline. Yes. Talking about a fair, right? Yeah. Oh, so, not to be confused with an affair. <laughs> oh, no. no. Affair. Yes, affair. <laughs> but yeah, but Alan does visit. Alan visits Francis, and he's the one that says, I want to go to the fair, because I think yeah. he's the one that sees that. No. So yeah, he visits Francis, but he does, you're right. He does see the, the newspaper clipping or whatever, that the fair is coming to town. Wee. Yay! And then they that they walk down that hallway looking set that they meander through yes. together. Yeah. Um. 
Remind me of the Crooked Man. That's all I can think about this whole movie. Oh, God. The Crooked Man with his silly so song. Gross. I actually have some stuff about expressionism to share. Yay! It's Pepperidge Farms time. Yay! Um, so <laughs> the expressionist, and this is uh, the quotables out the wazoo, uh-huh. um, by the way, because there was no chance that I was going to be able to transcribe some of this into my own wording and it still make fucking sense. So bear with me. Okay. Some of these are a little bearing. lengthy. I'm bearing. <laughs> Bear down. Um, So the expressionistic techniques of German cinema were determined by their historical time period. Expressionism had originated in painting and theater, but had made its way into cinema during the 1920s and 30s as a reaction against realism. This was a direct reaction to the aftermath of World War I. The excessive visual style of these films were an escape or break from reality. In many instances, we can see how in these films, reality has lost its basis. Mm Mm-hmm. To continue, nice. this is what I said. It was very lengthy. So the final look in the um, the final look and feel of the film was based on much. Oh, sorry, was based as much on low budget practicalities as it was on creative inspiration and expressionism. Electricity was strictly rationed in post World War One Germany at the time this film was being shot. Oh, yes. So Robert Wine. That's how you said I, it. I think it's wine. I, I think ooh. you're you may be right. Um, like- the director ended up simply painting light beams on backdrops. Uh, shooting on severely confined sets forced him to use unusual camera angles as well. So okay. kind of going in and bringing it all back into like yeah. the style of it. So adding to that again, <laughs> lots of great info. By the way, this is from intjournal.com, okay. which I mentioned earlier, but these specific ones are. Uh, these films focus on a reality that has been invaded and plagued by the irrational and cynical thoughts of its characters. And consequently, the sets in these films resemble their distress. Uh, the films make use of studio sets rather than actual locations with distorted buildings painted on canvas backdrops in a theatrical manner. Nice. Like what you said earlier. Yeah. One of the guys didn't like it. He was like, this is suck. I feel like I'm in yeah. a play. Yeah. 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 So. Stupid. Yeah, anyway. I mean, it's not stupid. I think it's cool. <laughs> hey, yeah. it saves you, saves money. It was $18,000 to make the yeah. movie. Like, that's a that's a deal. It was probably a thousand bucks just to have one person paint one backdrop. Right? They're all at Hobby Lobby being like, we got to do this on a budget. <laughs> Let's <laughs> Get, go right now. They have coupons. When, when, are the, when are the sales? When are the sales? <laughs> That's so funny. Just a heads up. They're not open on Sundays. Wow. Um, I'm like my brain, my my uh, my millennial brain can't comprehend rationing electricity i just that's like the one piece out of everything you just said that i'm like wait what? <laughs> i can understand food but uh that's nuts anyways that's crazy but interesting i like it um oh yeah what 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 does this mean old man we learn is oh yeah we see like the old man we learn is oh my god colleen is doctor is is the doc dr Calicari. Little top hatted gent with yes. a pipe, and he's got little monopoly glasses. He's creepy, and a cape. Oh, I'm gonna say, but yeah. So we we get to meet him, and he's on his way to the town clerk. Yes, yes, yeah. And, uh, uh, can oh. we talk about the dude that's like sitting on top of that human? <laughs> Thank you, human perch. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I, I said, why is he sitting up so damn high? Like, why is he? Why he has to take like a step up? But they're all like that because even later mm-hmm. in the police station, we see that they're up super high, like <laughs> up away. From, is it just like because like their their roles are different than your? I don't understand it. Just look for the tall seated person. I don't um, get it. Yeah, it's very weird. I have no idea. Um, 
I thought it was just funny. Yeah. He has like a little it's just step so stool ridiculous. to I'm get like, into. I want that. <laughs> I want to feel like I'm sitting up super high. I feel like I would be like, it's to me, it would just be so funny if like, what if everyone else was in cubicles? <laughs> It was just you, and you're no, you're the note, you're the notary, and that's why. And yeah. you're just like I'll notarize that you get back to your cubicle. I you need little. like a really long stamp, yeah. like with a big handle, so I can reach to do it. <laughs> so I yeah, love it. I thought that was funny. So good. And Doctor Caligari is the guy that's at the clerks, right? Mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. he's creeping he's creeping in because he wants to apply for a permit yeah so he can have his exhibit at the fair and you're like oh an exhibit what are you exhibiting sir i'm glad you said that because that's when they show the nope the intertitle i'm trying to use my vocab they show the intertitle that says i've got my exhibit as a somnum and it went away so quickly i'm like what the fuck it did uh oh okay here we go but i did do this much for us and i wasn't sure if you were going to do this, but I was curious. So he wants to have an exhibit for a somnambulist. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck is that? So yeah. I immediately Googled because I'm like, I, I don't want to go through this entire thing just like being like, oh, this is a somnambulist person. I don't know. I, I sound like an idiot. <laughs> it's an abnormal condition of sleep in which motor acts, such as walking, are performed. It's sleepwalking. Exactly. Is what it is. But I was like, I assumed that, obviously, right? But I was like, I need to know the exact definition. So that is the exact definition. I know. Per D-E-F colon that word. No. <laughs> That's how you do it on Google. Dude, I I didn't know that. You I didn't just know t- that you can't you can't just go pick up a Webster dictionary anymore and just look it up. I just type the word in. Could you imagine? Yeah. So oh, I usually just do define so that I oh. automatically get the definition. It's the first thing that'll pop up and you don't have to click on anything. Nice. It's called laziness. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's or efficiency. My face is next to laziness in the dictionary. Um, anyways. <laughs> well, uh, my thought was I wonder if that slide was so fast, like to purposefully disorient the viewer or like, oh, yeah. like, you know, you they don't want you to see what he says his exhibit's about. And you're like, Ooh, oh, well, I wonder. Because yeah, if so, is, it did go very quick though. Consider it a success in Jillville. Because I was like, hey, wait a minute. What did you fucking say? <laughs> I didn't rewind it because I was like, ooh, I think I'm supposed to be surprised. Um, but if I mean, and that's funny because I did end up Googling it as well. A, some, a somnambulist. Oh, uh, is that how you say it? I'm guessing on that. Somnambulist? I don't even know. But I mean, I was a somnambulist then. I used to sleepwalk all the time. Yeah. I mean, I, I've never sleptwalked. Oh my God. I did it as a child all the time. My parents had to install a chain lock at the top of our basement door because I, they found me the one night trying to get out the basement just to go get, I don't know, eaten by a bear or something. I don't know what I was doing. Kicked in the face by a deer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of a mule. I was like, the deer do this in these parts. Uh, So get pissed. (laughs) But then like too, even in my adult life, like when I lived by myself, I was sleepwalking. I was sleepwalking and eating. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. I'd never experienced that. I was waking up. I woke up the one morning and all of my uh, apart- or, or uh, yeah, I was thinking about the apartment, the shithole yes. apartment. Yeah. Um, I woke up the one morning and all of the cabinet doors were open in the kitchen. And, and I you're was like, I know that that's not like a ghost. I know. I was like, it's either a ghost or it's me. And but I was eating a lot of like granola bars in my sleep. Or my favorite apparently was cheese. Uh huh. I was waking up and there would be like cheese wrappers on my nightstand, and I'm like, not again. So I had to quit buying craft singles and i had (laughs) i love craft singles they were so good oh but i was eating them in my yeah so i somnambulist i be so funny except i'm not named something cool like cezanne yeah his name's pretty cool wonder if he eats cheese also 
Oh, thank you. <laughs> Just teasing. I'm being an ass. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, yes, um, we do see, you know, that the that is Dr. Caligari. He announces it on his little stage. Title. What is it? Intertitle. Intertitle. Jeez Louise, you got to say it like 80 times to start remembering this shit. <laughs> so, and then we do go to the fair. Yeah, we're at the fairgrounds. There's a teeny monkey. Yes, there is a teeny <laughs> monkey. And at first I thought, at first I didn't get, this is not even important, but at first I thought that I didn't see the monkey at first. I wasn't paying attention. I was looking for who was coming in and I was watching the background and how people yeah. were going in and out of the background. It was a cool it background. Was really cool. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, and I thought that that's where you paid. So then whenever I realized yes. that um, people were just walking past that and not paying, I'm like, how are they getting away with the shit? <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's a monkey. It's a guy with a monkey. I think, was he Never like mind. an organ grinder? Is that yes. what they call that? Yes. Okay. Yeah, with a little monkey. So I'm like, oh, yep. they're not just like ignoring the, the 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 cost to get in. They're just saying hi to the guy. The only thing that would have made that better is if the little monkey had to have a little fez on. Oh, I know. Hat, you know. But you know what's really sad about those monkeys? I don't think that they're very well taken care There's of. There's no way they're happy. No. 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 You're performing your whole life and probably getting like crumbs for pay. Um, I don't even know what they eat. Fruit? I have crickets. No <laughs> they might eat crickets. <laughs> they might. Um so, yeah, but we, we're at the fairgrounds. We see the little uh, organ grinder, as you said. Mm -hmm. And then uh, looks like Doc got his permit, huh? Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. barking about his exhibit. He's like, come check it out. <laughs> Look at me, man. I got it. <laughs> Here I am, world. Check out my somnambulist, Cesar. Uh, Jill's doing such a better job. I'm like, look at the sleepwalker. <laughs> my mouth woke up after my, yeah, cake, I, my cupcake. I see that. I I'm see able that. to talk a little bit more. Um, so, yeah, we learn Cesar mm -hmm. is the 23-year-old uh, somnambulist. Um, yeah. yeah, so uh, he's just been, like, sleeping kind of his whole life then? Like, it's... It, it sounds, yeah, it sounds like he's just, I guess that's where it's different, right? So, like, and we learn a little bit more about that, I guess, when he does have his exhibit. Like, he t he explains Caesar a little bit more right. in a minute. So, right. we'll just, we'll see. Um, then he, we see inner titles yes. about crimes beginning that night. Mysterious crimes are afoot. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Um, and it's so funny, too. Oh, well, I guess maybe not. The... the <laughs> We start with murder's funny. <laughs> we start with the murder of the clerk. Yes, yes. Um, First, a stabbing. Yes, yeah, by way of stabby to the sidey with a sharp pointy. And Ugh. I was laughing too because I was like, well, that guy earlier did say the clerk was being a grump, so. Exactly. Just saying. Yep, yep, yep. Deserved. But. Deserved, question mark. <laughs> um... But yeah, so first the stabbing, and then we kind of like uh, we cut to Alan and Francis finally make it to the fair, though. Yeah, like they were on their way this whole time. Then there's like a murder randomly, and then all of a sudden it's like it's like we're a here. FYI. Yeah, totally. Yeah, because is that when um Doctor Caligari's barking about Cesar again? Yes, and he's right. he's talking about again that like. A guy that sleeps for 23 years is going to wake up. Yes. And you're like, what? Yeah. I'd be pretty interested too. You've done piqued my interest, right? sir. Here's right? my quarter or whatever <laughs> it cost. A dime. <laughs> it was probably cheaper. It probably was a, a quarter. Ooh. Probably paid him in a pea pod. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> peapod payments. I love peapod payments. Oh, kicking it old school. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he promises like a real show tonight. He's right. like, this dude's been sleeping 23 years uninterrupted. Right. And guess what? Tonight he's going to awaken from yeah. his death-like, you know, state or whatever yes. he says. Yes. Um, And so the crowd is like, well, if he's actually going to wake up, sure. Like, yeah. why do I want to pay to watch a dude nap? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I really. could watch my spouse do that <laughs> yeah, for I free. Film myself if I want to be a fucking weirdo <laughs> about it. Like, <laughs> so and I have to pay a dime or peapod. <laughs> and um, I was laughing too because the tent was open. You know, like yeah. it's like folded back. All the top hatted dudes were like yoink. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they're like, let me duck. And really so taking ducking. it off. I know. And because that was why I noticed because a guy went through in a shorter hat and I'm like, no resistance there. <laughs> <laughs> like, smart hat wearer. Smart. Hey, we're going to the fair today, babe. Okay, let me take the short one. Give me that. I want the stumpy one. Yeah. She's like, I don't like the stumpy one. I don't like to duck. I don't like to put Sorry. my butt in people's faces. So I'd rather just do do. Excuse me. <laughs> I love that. Oh. So they're all and, and the show begins. Yeah, we step inside. And the doc's like, well, let me try to wake this dead guy. Yeah. Sleeping dead guy. Opens an armoire. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's, a cabinet. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous, but I love it. Seeing and stars then in instead there. of like eyes wide shut, we get a little bit of eyes wide open <laughs> and some arms. Not really, but is he like controlling him with like that little wand? Not his cane, but he, it's almost like whenever he moves his wand kind of thing at first. I wonder if it's just the theatrics. I don't know for sure. You yeah. know what I mean? Because he's definitely yeah. like, oh, that scared me. That's the wind. Oh, yeah. I turned it off for a second. He's definitely like a showman. You know what I mean? Yeah. And probably not the greatest showman. No. But he's no, up there. No. He's definitely not the greatest showman. Um, but so I don't know for sure. But he is commanding Caesar yeah, he is. to wake up. He is. So he could be controlling him with that. Yeah. I love this shot too of Caesar, like of his face beginning to just slightly twitch it, himself awake. Like it's I, creepy. It just is so neat. It almost looks like a time lapse video. The mm-hmm. way, like how subtle his uh, like his facial movements are. Right. And then his eyes open, and he's got those big dark circles underneath. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I could see if you'd only had five hours of sleep, but. <laughs> Good points. Very good points. Yeah, do something about them You're bags. Like, Maybe we should get you some of those eye under patches. <laughs> Did they like make like some type of like paste that you could have put on back then? You might you might need some of that. Yeah, work on your C part baggage, yeah. Cesar. So then he does walk slowly out of that cabinet, yeah. right? Reminding mm-hmm. me again of Edward Scissor hands minus the hardware. Yeah. But yes. just definitely. A little bit uh dreary. Yeah. Dark and dreary. Sad. What a life, right? How well, does he go to the bathroom then if he's just sleeping all the time? Well, he's not eating or drinking anything. Oh. So I wonder if your body's like, and I don't have faculties today. Yeah. Don't need to worry about things. Maybe. I don't know. So many good points. I just have so many questions the more I think about I'm it. I'm tapped out because of the orchestra comment. I don't know <laughs> anything else anymore. <laughs> I'm like pretty sure that you are right though. There's no other explanation. <laughs> oh, shit. Because that's why I was like, wait a second. And then whenever you started saying orchestra, I'm like, oh, shit, Jill's right. <laughs> very stringy. Yes. Very <laughs> stringy. Uh, so then Dr. Caligari, he says Cesar knows what's he knows. up. He knows everything. He knows the past. He sees the future and will answer any questions and from audience members. He knows the present when he opens his eyes. <laughs> He's very living in the now. <laughs> 
They're like, this is like the greatest thing that's happened to him in 23 years. He's very excited to see you all. Big night for Cesar here. (laughs) But yeah, he does know everything. But it does make me laugh super hard because he's like, if the audience has any, you know, if you have a question for him, go ahead and ask it and he'll answer it. And I'm like, I'm confused because given he slept his whole life, shouldn't he be the one allowed asking questions? Yeah. He's like, what year is it anyway? And what's the style? I see top hats. I see short top hats. I don't know what. I I don't understand. I would have lots of questions. Yeah, so many questions. But apparently not. So, but then we see Alan. He has a question. He's a sucker. He's a sucker. And he asks the worst question you could ever ask in the world. It's like, it's like the genie with three wishes. You don't ask these kinds of questions. Terrifying. You don't do that. And what does he ask? Jill, how long does he have to live? Like what? Horrifying. Just enjoy your life as it is in the now, okay? We just talked about that. He's like, I need to know so that I know to schedule skydiving. I'm going to go Rocky Mountain climbing. You know it. (laughs) (laughs) Of course I do. 2.7 seconds on a bull named Fu Manchu. I don't remember all of it. Oh, shit. Me neither. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho. Um, So Cesar says... (laughs) Well, why don't you tell me that part? Yeah. What does Caesar tell Alan? Uh, till the next morning, right? And I don't actually have it written down, but I know it's like till tomorrow morning. Oh, yeah. Much. It's bad news bears. And he's like, <laughs> that's why you never ask how long you're going to live because you might not like the answer. Alan's vibe is now totally oh, yeah, ruined. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> uh, what? Rightfully so, I guess. What? Yeah, he's totally freaked. He's doomed. <laughs> Freaking Ralph comes out. On his little bike. No, but it's the one with the big wheel and the teeny yeah. wheel. <laughs> it finally comes into play. Crazy Ralph from them, them, them times. Them times back we, then. We need an inner title that says he's doomed as he drives. <laughs> but he's wobbling the whole time. Just like Ralph does. In- what if he's on that really big, tall bike and has like other really old things with him, like a phonograph in one hand and like an old television? Or, nope. TV. <laughs> nope. I almost said television. I said TV. I meant to say telephone. <laughs> he has the part you put to your ear. It's looped to his phonograph. Am I saying this right? <laughs> put it on the Davenport. <laughs> Wrong time, too. Not to put my notes on the Davenport. <laughs> Jesus. Maybe that's a Davenport. Just put it on that. That's an Elliot. No, I meant on the actual, like, <laughs> thing. Not on Elliot. His mouth is finally closed. I that's good. Everything. Oh, my God. Oh, that's so funny. <clears throat> that gave me a headache. I laughed so hard. I Red Bull yet. Oh, my God. That's good. So if I were Alan at that point, I'd be like, does anyone in here have any heroin? Because why not? Yeah, like, right. <laughs> like, let's just give it a shot. I'm going to die tomorrow anyway. May as well have fun with it. Some cocaine, whatever else you guys have. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, we have fair peanuts. I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> I don't like them. Are they boiled? <laughs> Ew. Never had, never will. Have you? Uh, no. I no, just, I can't I know imagine. it's a thing. It's a, you're right. It's a, I'm so sorry. Actually, no, I'm not sorry for those of you that eat that because I don't get that. Boiled peanuts. Boiled, like it's, it, the whole point is to crunch it open. Like that's the fun part. Anyways. I don't want the, my peanuts like my adamame. So <laughs> No. <laughs> but yes, it's a very sad and ominous scene for Alan. Yes. Clearly. Yep. yep. Not cool. I have a question for you. Yeah. So the two men, so it was Alan and Francis, right? Mm-hmm. That They left. <laughs> Alan's yeah, like, like, I can't. Well, I yeah. better go make the best of this night. Um, so they leave. And then they're in that like street area. Was that a sex worker they were chatting with? No, it wasn't. 
it's, at all. It's <laughs> a sex worker. It's not a sex worker. It's not a lady of the night, as they probably were called back then. Oh, wait. And then my notes go. I can't wait to hear my this. My notes go, oh, wait. That's Jane. <laughs> I was going to say, of course it's Jane. I jumped the gun. But they were chatting silently, <laughs> yeah. as they do yeah, in this movie, yeah. about both being in love with her. Yes, they do. Because, yeah, so the boys meet a lady who we learn is Jane, and they escort her off, mm-hmm. right? And then um, we kind of cut back and forth a smidge, right? So, yeah. like, to your point, they're both talking about how they're both in love with her. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, that's going to be an issue. I know. They're like, and we're going to let her decide, and we're going to stay friends forever. And I was like, bros before hoes. Well, <laughs> That's the conversation they have. But you know what's so funny? Francis is like, this is awesome, Alan, because I know you're going to die. So Yeah, so like she's mine regardless. Of course we'll stay friends regardless of her choice. Wink, wink. Right, dude? <laughs> yeah, it is kind of odd how that all plays out. Like, you know what? We just learned today that you're going to die tomorrow, but we're going to still have this conversation about being in love with the same girl that we've seen once in our whole lives for two minutes, and she's ours, and we'll just let her pick. But you're going to, yeah. We're going to stay friends. I have a feeling I'm going to win. Bye, Alan. <laughs> it was nice being your friend. <laughs> so, yeah, they do have that. That happens. But we do see the doc um, creeping around his tiny home. Pop- the tiniest of homes. And the crooked, out. crookedest. Yeah. Most crooked of homes. A little crooked cabin looking yeah. thing. Yeah. I have more on that in a little while. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's a sprank. It's a little spranky. Yeah. And no, then, that's not a sprank. That's an actual. Sorry, spranks are at the beginning, Colleen. Come on, oh, get together. Oh well, yeah, you know, sprinkles, sprinkles, spranks. You know, sleepy scene. Yeah, Alan's asleep. How did he fall asleep knowing he only had hours to live? I couldn't do it. He's like, I, if I have like a meeting, I'm nervous about. I can't yeah. sleep. <laughs> or like, if I like, I'm like one of those people too. Like, similar to that, like. My boss messages me like one thing or puts – remember how I told you that my boss put that one random meeting out of nowhere on my oh, calendar and I was worst. like, I'm fired. It's on a Friday. I'm fired. <laughs> They're going to fire me on a Friday. And then I was like looking to see like was there anybody else in the meeting with us because I'm definitely getting fired if there's two of us. And I'm like, no, it's just the two of us. So uh, I freaked about it. I freaked out about it for like three days because it was three days out that they had scheduled yeah. it. And here it was just to be like, hey, by the way, um, this is your new manager. I'm like, oh. So you're not firing me. You're like packing a box in, on Zoom. Yeah. And they're like, you don't have to pack your office. You work there. Those are your belongings. Why are you putting your cat in there? <laughs> I'm like, she's not going to make have it a, for very long. I have a mug, a cactus, and a cat in here, and I'm fucked. Um, I, I, I couldn't sleep for three days, to your point. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is He's just like, and he's like, I've got puts this. Puts on his big, long nightcap. Oh, there it is. Snuggles There in. it is. Another callback. Yes. What was um, that a callback to? That was probably Dark Waters. Oh, because I love it. <laughs> no, you do. Listen, for those that haven't listened to the Dark Waters episode, what is that? Season two? I'm awfully bonery during yes. it. Joel loves that movie. It was it was a good one. We'll watch it tonight. One. Do it. Um. So he yes, he takes an Ambien or whatever the fuck he had to do to fall asleep, and right. then we see a shadow lurking. Very creepy shadow. Yeah, goes right over to his bedded area, right? Mm-hmm. And then we see like a little shadow puppet struggle show. Uh-huh. Which is fun. Um, <laughs> stabby, stabby, stabby. 
Oh, that's true. There's yeah. more of that. That's involved. true. Did they own guns then? I don't know. <laughs> I would think so. They had to. They fired them on the Titanic. They did. Thank you. Uh huh. They even you. had flare guns. They, oh, <laughs> that's what he fires off. <laughs> and then it's not a shadow shot anymore. It like lights up. <laughs> lights their backdrop up like did they have guns back then they had them in the fucking wait hold on before i say Uh oh once again it's history time (laughs) not a historian please i know nothing i hated history in high school i still hate history i just know don't repeat it for the stuff i do know okay that's all i know (laughs) don't repeat it when like they had them in the civil war was this oh they had them a long time Uh uh-huh they yeah Like the last of Mohicans times too. Totally. Was that like before the 19th? Um, and a little bit more too. Uh, and I'm sorry, this maze, I just love the look of this movie so much. So mm-hmm. a little more about expressionism style of this scene at least. The scene uses harsh shadows and low-key lighting as a way of heightening the drama and spatially disorienting the audience. Ooh. And congratulations, you succeeded admirably. Yes. Like that for yes. not seeing the action and only seeing the shadows of what's happening, that scene is terrifying. So yeah. no, it's creepy. Very effective. Yes. Love Agreed. It. And then, um, is it Jane then? Is it Jane that goes and tells Francis that Alan's dead? Yes, okay. I believe so. Because, yeah. um, you know, she knew him for two minutes. And she's like, I got to let him know. Um, Died of murder. Murder. Stab, stab, stab. Yes. Um, so, yeah, Francis gets the word that he, Alan's dead. He looks stunned. Yeah, he's a little bit perplexed for some reason. So I had like a weird – so he looks stunned-ish, right? And then his eyes got real shifty, and I'm like, wait a minute. Is he, like, stoked about this? And then he stumbles a little bit, just so taken back by the shock of the news, Mm -hmm. the prophecy of the somnambulist. You know what I mean? He was like, he's like, oh, I'm putting it together. This is so crazy. I'm like, what are you feeling right now, sir? Because, like, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. It was hard. Like, a lot of emotions. Yes. And some of them I can figure out, you know, would be it that it's all, you know, silent and such. Yeah. But then when they start to mix it up a bit, I'm like, I thought he'd be pumped. Yeah. That Alan is dead because, like, hi, Jane. Right. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Like, w- once again, I know we said bros before hoes, but like, right now it's hoes before. Sorry for your luck, Alan. Yeah. You shouldn't have asked. <laughs> That's a good ring to it. I I was confused a little bit there, you know? Because, I mean, I guess maybe I'm just, like, a bad person. I'm like, sweet, he's gone. Come make out with me, Jane. Yeah, right. that's kind of where I'm at. Well, I mean, that's what I kind of expected. I expected it to go that way, and then the story would just be over. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And they lived happily ever. There was an intertitle. Yeah. (laughs) It's just... Happily ever after. Finn. But, yeah, he's a little all over the place. Yes. And then I'm like, homeboy is hell-bent on solving these recent crimes. He's on a mission. It doesn't even say... Isn't there, like, another, like, section where he says that? Like, Mm -hmm. I... Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And, I mean, at this point, too, I'm thinking... Are you just doing this also because, you know, it's going to give Jane some ladywood or, you know, what is it? But maybe he just is a good person and I just don't understand those types of people. I, <laughs> so, yes, I think he's just a good person that's like, listen, I need to make sure that this makes sense. I actually didn't expect this to go on. I was actually expected – I was going – I was going to continue to live the bachelor life that I had um, for just a little longer before I (laughs) got to it with Jane. Right. Anyways. Now they have to get serious. Yes. And then there's a long, sullen walk down a staircase that I want in my forever home. That staircase is awesome. The huge one. It is awesome, but it's creepy as fuck. There's no light at the top of it. 
Well, they had I to will ration install, electricity. Yes, this so. is true. And I will install a little switch at the top and bottom yes. of said staircase. Oh, I agree because they're creepy. Maybe even a dimmer. Ooh. <laughs> That's another Sexy. way to ration the light. Yes. Oh, light. <laughs> what is today? Listen, um, <laughs> I don't know. This episode is fun, though. <laughs> Good time. Well, and then is that when we get like a drum, a dramatized back of the hand of the forehead scene? Because I remember one of those, and it was like, oh, I think it's I Francis. I thought that that's whenever he was. Was that when? Because those stair, that staircase leads to the police station. Yeah, and he's like, why is he the spreader of the news? Like he's telling people about it. Right? I think it's just because Jane knew that she well, here's a question. Jane must have been with Alan then at one point. Oh. Do you mean maybe she was getting lucky and that's how she was like Well not lucky. She didn't get lucky. Maybe she went over there to try to get lucky the next morning. Like, oh. you know, like a little bit of like morning delight instead of afternoon delight. Gotcha. And she was like, shit. You so you're thinking Jane stumbled upon his dead body. Yes. And then was like, shit. Yes. And that's just started what I want to believe. Paul revering around yes. the town. <laughs> he's dead. He's dead. Everybody come, he's dead. Now I only have one to choose from. I'll never know which one was better we're gonna have a dual celebration we're gonna celebrate the life alan had and our weddings yes so, so come and enjoy <laughs> come and enjoy it yeah news of alan's death is quite the talk of the town yeah um a lot of bearer of bad news is, is happening mm-hmm. and the plan i guess is to beg the police to question caesar right they're like you've got yeah. to talk to this uh sleepy guy and and like you know interrogate him basically yeah like figure out did he do this for real because he said he was gonna die today and he fucking did yeah exactly yeah like it is kind mm-hmm. of a you would expect kind to have like a finger a, pointed kind or of two. like hey this is kind of suspicious right. i know i i know he asked for this yeah he asked for it exactly <laughs> but still he's dead <laughs> well it's too but actually too now that i think about it it's like Caesar's full of shit and can't predict anything, but he just tells everyone you're going to die tomorrow and then he just has to murder them. He's like, I got to make my prediction right. I got to yeah. make good on that. Yes. So if it's like the ring, seven days. Yeah, like, he'd have to wait for too long. Yeah, I don't even know where they'll be in that. So anyway. Yeah, who knows? Then there's a creep down the hallway scene, I believe. Um, um Let me, I'm skipping. I forgot to cross off some stuff. Um, Yeah, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I, I also mentioned that she's distraught for, for someone that she knew for, like, one day. Um, there's, like, a – so, wait. What creepy hallway? Sorry. I don't – I well, mm, so I, after all that, mm-hmm. <laughs> after all that stuff, um, Dr. C props up Cesar. He's sitting straight up like Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, in he's, that, like, in a coffin bed. Well, it looks like a big leg lamp box. I was yeah. like, oh, fragile. Yes. <laughs> Fragile. Must be Cesar in there. <laughs> that's all I could think of. Um, so and that's when Dr. He's, like, he's feeding him too. It's oh, so, it's, it's so weird and awkward. Anyways. Well, to that point, I guess he does have to take his shit once in a while, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you think he just like takes him outside and props him up against like a tree or something? Lets oh him do his God. business? Like, I mean, what? What would you do? Yeah. I don't know how that works. They don't go into that apparently. <laughs> 
No, you don't have any sprains. I have other. (laughs) Yeah, I have questions, Doctor C. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And then we do. He basically gets a visit at his house. The popo shows up, right? Yeah, because it's not just his house that's crooked. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So the cops show up, and they're like looking at Caesar, right? And yeah. being like, what the fuck? And I also love too how it's a super teeny house from the outside mm-hmm. and you get in and it's this it's big, like big space. It's yeah. so weird. It's very odd. It's mm-hmm. very Tim Burton-y. I love it yeah. so much. Yeah. Um, and the, so a little me- meeting of the minds about what they saw right mm-hmm. there and everything. Yeah. They're like, what? Um, and basically just still just trying to, I mean, I think that they know there's something obviously up. Yeah. Um, and then they're just all, it's still trying to figure it out, man. Yeah. It's a mystery. We did miss one thing real quick. <clears throat> I just me. realized I wasn't sure and I, I'm glad that I didn't say any. Uh, well, anyways, there was another murder in between all this. Remember, there's like a random murder or an attempt. I should say an attempted murder oh. of the old woman. And they catch a guy. Yeah. Like well, in the middle of like uh, Alan dying and then, uh, you know, He's dead. He's dead. He's dead. And then we kind of get a quick glimpse of like some random dude trying to murder a woman. Oh. Because then after, um, after they meet Cesar, um, the, co- the, the, the cops, it, we get a new article that states that this murderer has been caught. This mysterious murderer has been caught. Right? Right after the cops like are trying to like figure out who yep. Cesar is. Yep. Um, so then you're like, oh no, it couldn't have been Cesar. Right, yeah, they say a uh, little extra, extra newspaper headline. Extra, extra news, all of that. Riddle of Holston Wall solved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, good call. So basically, then they end up leaving Doctor Caligari be because they were like, yeah. "Oh, it's solved, cool." But then, as they leave, we ha- we see an evil laugh come out of his mouth. I know, right? I was like, he looks a bit something while There's he's closing his yeah, door. Something's a little off here, sir. <laughs> something yeah. seems like you're a liar. <laughs> Total liar. Absolutely. Yep. And then more meeting of the minds because that yes. guy admits to trying to kill someone. Yeah. And he was thinking it was going to be passed off as another murder by the known as, murderer. Yeah, as to the mysterious murderer. He's like, oh, well, now that all this is going on. Yes. You know what I mean? And he's like, I may have tried to kill someone, but I didn't do those other two murders. Yeah, I didn't no. do it. And they're like, well, shit, this guy must be telling the truth, right? How easy was it then, I guess? I know, right? If you're a good liar, you can get away with, well, murder. Right. Yeah, you could just do it. <laughs> just you can do just it, do it. Whatever you want. So that, yes. Then we go back to the fair with Jane. Jane's also... Which everyone's is, a detective. I don't know why. I just said Jane misses her dad. What's that mean? Why? Because <laughs> she's... <laughs> Well, because she's looking for him. Um, it's Dr. Olson. Oh, yes. that's right. She's oh, Jane Olson. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yep. She's yep. swinging by Dr. Caligari's tent and that's looking for right. her, that's her father. Right. Okay. And she says that. I'm looking for my dad, Dr. Olson. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dr. Z's like, be my guest. Be my <laughs> guest. Like, just lets her in his tent. Do you want to come see my sleepwalker? <laughs> He's really fun. <laughs> Shows Cesar to her. She kind of checks him out and then she's like, nope, 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 nope. After a moderately delayed reaction, yes. I'll say too. Like she's, she's very dramatic too. Yeah. She does the hand thing, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then it's her. It, I think it's her. Who are those three people walking in that next scene? They're just strumming. I don't um, even. It may have been her. I can't remember. Well, I have several typos here. I have Francis Dog some spying on the docks tent. What? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
I think I think it was. I think I was just trying to say that Francis was spying on on the doctor's tent. That makes I don't sense. Know how, I don't know what Francis' dog son spying. There you go. Who knows? Um. Uh. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who the three people are because. Also, are you talking about the three people that are that are in Jane's room? You didn't get that far yet. No, these were just people walking. I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, because then we're back at the fairgrounds again, and it's nighttime. When yeah. O- when only the crusty leftover funnel cakes are left. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Um, I think that's where I was talking about. Francis was doing some spying. That's gotcha. what I meant by that. I actually have a little something fun. Okay. It's about the writer of the story. Okay. Hans Janowitz mm-hmm. claims to have gotten the idea for the film when he was at a carnival one day. He saw a strange man lurking in the shadows. The next day, he heard that a girl was brutally murdered there. Oh. He went to the funeral and saw the same man lurking around. He had no proof that the strange man was the murderer, but he fleshed the whole idea out into this film. That's fun. fun. I mean, sorry for her, but that's fun. Bummer. Yeah, bummer. <laughs> sorry for time. that dude, too, if he was just an odd duck and some dude's like, hey, are you a murderer? Like, he's like, no, I actually, <laughs> I, I went to school with her and she just doesn't, she didn't, anyways. But also, too, like, why would Han's writer person go to the that woman's funeral? Um, That's also, ooh, hmm. maybe. He's the murderer. Oh, that's I like that. Yeah, see? and it was like back in 1920, so I can't necessarily call bullshit on this story, but I'm gonna call it. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> it's happening right now. Oh shit! And then, um, so I noticed, uh, Hatted Sir ends up poking around Doctor Caligari's house, which I did read a little bit about the house also, okay. like his little cabin, his crib, hmm. his cribby, his MTV cribs. So. Um, the shape and form of Dr. Caligari's house essentially communicates the perverse nature of his being um, and also made mention of the odd duck of a shaped window referring it to referring to it as warped and distorted, which essentially conveys Dr. Caligari's point of view of the outside world. Nice. Like, Ooh. That is really cool. And it's so funny because I'm like reading these things and I'm putting them in my notes and I was like, expressionism. I get it. <laughs> I finally understand. All these aha moments. That's awesome. Acting like I know what I'm talking about. But anyway, <laughs> so um, Cesar then, we see, we go to him, right? He's creeping around. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that, because it, it's still nighttime. Yes. And this was, I didn't do favorite and least favorite in this movie. It was, I, I was too... I was focused too hard. Mm-hmm. I was really focusing. Um, as those of you that can understand, it's a silent movie, so you have to read. Um, and so I didn't want to miss anything important. And so, but if I were to pick a favorite scene, I think this would be it coming up. It is really creepy. It's very creepy. Even just the way he lurks down the wall. He's real, cr- yes. like, slinking, you know, yes. down the wall. But he, like, comes into her window. because So mm-hmm. essentially what Jill and I are getting at is that Cesar – Makes his way out of wherever the fuck his cabinet, coffin, table, box, and a fragile. And he um, makes his way up to, like, creeps up to Jane's bedroom window. Totally. Sick bedroom. Sick bedroom. Sick bedroom. Thanks, Dr. Olson, (laughs) for designing it the way I want because I'm a princess. (laughs) I don't know why I'm on Jane's case right now. I don't know know either. (laughs) Probably because she had the choice of two dudes. One of them's dead and she's still just like, I just know that the one's dead and I don't care about Francis yet. Probably because she had a decorative mosquito net. (laughs) 
that I didn't get to have as a child. I always wanted one. Yeah. I always wanted curtains around my bed as a kid. My mom was like, why? And I'm like, just interview with the vampire. Call oh, back. Oh, yeah, right. That's what I wanted as a child, and I never got it. Yep. Thanks, mom. I'm just teasing. <laughs> just teasing. <laughs> teasing. But yeah, so he comes in, and we, we have like a – almost a stabby stab moment yeah he like she's sleeping and he touch he almost stabs her right and then he reaches down and like touches her face and wake wakes her up yes and then they start to struggle yeah there's a struggle he mm-hmm. cops the feel for a second because he gets her from behind and kind of grazes a boob grabs a buzz that's about as nc-17 as you'll get back in the 20s <laughs> and um uh but yeah he there's a little bit of a struggle a little mm-hmm. bit of a a, a a kerfuffle yes if you will i don't even know if that's the right way of saying that and then he just bye, see you later with her, like yeah. out the window. Hoists her under his arm. Yeah. Runs away. Scales some rooftops. I can't even run. You saw me run recently. It's terrible. I can't even <gasps> run when I'm not carrying something heavy and awkward. You're, yes, yeah. they you know, he does flee the scene with Jane under the arm. Yes. And that's when panic ensues when people will bust in and discover she's been taken. Yeah. Took in. Yes. And, uh, and here comes Liam. Well, yeah, exactly. They're like, peace, like, get us to the nearest phonular to call up the ne- Liam Neeson. The Liam Neesons. So. But yeah, he's he's just a running with Jane under his arm like Tarzan. On a, ha, 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 ha. That's get true. It, get it. Jane, On a Tarzan. That was great. rooftop, yeah, no very, doubt. Yeah, very crooked. But then, like, they finally catch up to him and realize that, like, he's out, uh, like, along a path. Yes. And he just gives up. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, nope. I didn't like her that much anyway. I can't really hold her for very much longer. She's like, I lost two pounds this week. What's wrong with you? Finally, he seems kind of normal that he's like exhausted. Yeah. He just gently lays her down and bails. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then two people do take care of her. Yes. Which is nice. I appreciate that. Two of the three dudes that were chasing yeah. them uh, grab her up and carry like, her we away. We got you, my lady. Yeah, exactly. That's not the right okay but it's good i'm like they're not british or they whatever. can have whatever accent you want they're silent that's true just, i can, can have them do i can have them say however think whatever i want they were cockney in my head i'm were like they? i know this is german but i'm doing what i want <laughs> i'm doing what i want <laughs> this is my movie too damn it <laughs> yeah creative freedoms over here yeah <laughs> um so and then i noticed that caesar kind of walks like frankenstein for a second yeah and then he just kind of collapses to the ground yeah he's just he's well well, he didn't have enough sleep. He's been moving a lot lately. Oh, that's a good point. You know what I mean? It's like time for a nap. I mean, like, it's it, he's been asleep for 23 years, remember? And now he's just like, freaking the doc is just making him do all this stuff he hasn't done in a really long time. That's true. Yes. So. Well, and then Jane is like, it was Cesar, y'all. Like, she tells people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But there's one dude that denies it and is like, I've been watching Cesar sleep in his box cabinet whatever you want to call it box coffin yeah Yeah. armoire the man armoire the davenport (laughs) (laughs) so he says you know can't be girl i've been watching him sleep yeah but i is it no is it francis i thought isn't it francis that actually was like watching the cabinet or no was it just maybe it was one of the cops i think it was one of the cops okay okay um because because I could be I wrong a, there. I don't know. I have a note, and I could be wrong too. I have a note that says about like Francis is happy to know that nothing happened at the tiny house, but now Jane is all fucked up. Mm-hmm. So like maybe he just knows oh, about it. Right. Maybe he just knows about it. Or I thought it was him. 
can't remember. I don't know either. But you're right. It's either a cop or it's Francis. Somebody like was like at the tiny house the whole time at mm-hmm. Dr. C's house. And um, but now Jane's all messed up too. Mm-hmm. So like something happened to Jane along the way. Right. 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 So um, but then Francis does run back to the police. Yeah. Is that when he goes back to the jail and he asks if the prisoner is still in his yeah. cell? They're like, where is he? Yeah. Where's this other quote unquote murderer that didn't actually do the deed? Uh, yeah. The guy earlier that was like, I did try, but I didn't do it. Yeah. Yada, yada. Right. Got cold feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it's not as easy to kill a human as you'd think. That old lady reminded me too much of my grandmother and I gave up. <laughs> she was knitting mittens while I was trying to do it. It was too heartfelt. I couldn't possibly. But my fingers hurt. <laughs> But my fingers are cold. The rest of you is going to be cold. That was awful. <laughs> that was so I loved it. Because you're awful. I know. I know. Oh, Listen, God. It's a horror podcast. What do you expect? So Francis demands to see the prisoner. And I was laughing, too. I'm like, boy, depressing looking cell. He's like tethered. Is, isn't he just like sitting uh, crisscross applesauce? He is in, in a scary like, looking yes, room. Yes. Very scary. And he's just like, what? Sam Neill pops in. <laughs> He's like, in the mouth of madness. (laughs) Here, take this red crayon or whatever the fuck it is, marker, and write everywhere. Write on your skin as if that's possible. (laughs) Um, So, yes, the prisoner is sitting in there all by himself. very safe. So he wasn't out out and about very safe <laughs> grabbing some jane boob yep um and then what in the a little mini mob of men who look like they mean business they go to give dr caligari the business right well, like they head so they head with francis or hmm, they the, the group of people either head with francis to like this i thought it was an insane asylum uh, well but they go so they go past Though they like muscle past Dr. Caligari at his house and go into it. That's right. I'm sorry. I'm skipping ahead. I apologize. And that's when. Oh, yeah. They're checking in with him. Yeah. And that's when they carry, because they're trying to prove that Cesar didn't do it either. They're trying to prove who did do it or didn't, right? Yes, yes. So they take, they go to the doctor's house. They carry Caesar's box outside. And what's in the box? Yeah. Um, Very seven esque moment um and then he's looking a little worried though yeah the doc's looking a little worried yes he is because they and they open the box right they take Uh the lid off and it's a really cute dummy cesar they like yank him out and then before they can even say hey it has fake eyelashes like the dummies from escape from alcatraz dr c is just piecing (laughs) he's like shit (laughs) he's like running yes and then francis gives chase yeah, he there. Yes, he's gonna hunt. Yep. Uh, the doctor, right? Yeah. And this is where we get to like Francis follows him to like a hospital yes. or, um, I still say insane. Well, it has to be an insane asylum. We'll get to it. But yeah, it's like a hospital of sorts. Lots of lab coat wearing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yep. And they advise that the director. So the 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 lab coats is they yes. right? By the yep. way. Um, so the lab coats advised the, that, um, to Francis, the director who coincidentally just returned that same day yep. may know about this, you know, Dr. Caligari being spoken of. Yeah. And he's like, and, and, and us, the audience director, <gasps> what? Yeah. Director. Director of this big old crazy place with Whoa. all the, all the beaker people. Oh no. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> yeah. So. Francis is escorted, right, to go yes. meet the director. 
Yes. In this office? Yes. Yeah, go, tell me. Tell me. Uh, Walking in and meeting the director equals big reveal. Mm-hmm. It's Dr. Caligari. As the director. <gasps> what? And Francis, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Francis wigs. Yeah, he's and oh, man. runs out of there looking cray. Yeah, and he's like frantically explaining to the lab coats. Yep. You know, that's the guy I'm fucking talking about. Yeah, that's not your director. It's I'm Dr. trying Caligari. to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. Yes, this is the truth. Absolutely. Um, oh, I also wanted to bring this up too right now because I feel like. The mood is right. The stylistic techniques and formal qualities of German expressionism films include the exploration of themes of paranoia, fear, and schizophrenia throughout the mise-en-scene, cinematography, and lighting. Now, what in the H is mise-en-scene, you ask? Yeah, I, I was like, what? It's the setting and surroundings of an event or action. Oh! Wow. I love all these vocab words. Trying. Inner yeah. titles. Yes. Inner titles. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that all happens, and that's crazy, right? Yeah. So, Fran- Francis looks like a nut. And then I feel like the investigation, that's what I thought was happening, is that an investigation is starting, right? Yeah. Because yeah. the lab coats go into that office that mm-hmm. we saw the, quote, director, yeah, Dr. C, yeah, hanging out in. And they're searching, right, for proof of something. Oh, yeah. They just start, like, going through the office. Like, they just start pulling books and papers and stuff off shelves. And they're just, like, not wrecking the place, but they're making themselves comfortable. Yeah. Peeking around. With his shit. Yeah. They're looking – they open a book and it says that, like, somnambulism is his field of – or his special field of study. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then they start to read the tale – of the cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Yeah. Like it's actually spelled out and it's corroborating that murdery shit that mm-hmm. goes down in, in in towns, plural, that he's fared in, by the way. Yes. It's saying that everywhere this fair, you know what I mean? Everywhere this exhibit has popped up, there's People been- People have been murdered. Exactly. Yes. Even blows up his spot about having a dummy Caesar. I was laughing so hard. Yes, it was like, yes. and he'll, don't let him get past you Don't let one. him fool you because he's got a dummy. It reminds me of the movie Mannequin, um, which I think I mentioned like, oh, I don't know, every three episodes. <laughs> I, just, I really want to watch it again. I can't find it anywhere. So anyway, um, and then I was like, oh, snap, they found his diary also. Jackpot. Yes. So mm-hmm. his- <laughs> Privacy is funked, and <laughs> in general, he is too, because they're reading yeah stuff that's not so complimentary of yes. Doctor C. No, what uh-uh. he's been up to and such. Nope, nope, nope. There's a diary too. Yeah, that's what I just said. Oh, <laughs> I thought you said story. No. My oh. bad. I thought you said story. I didn't, no, I, maybe no, no. I didn't hear a diary. No, yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Because I was like, uh oh. I apologize. That's like the it's the cherry on the cake. Like yes, not only yes, did you yes. find all this other stuff, you found his diary also. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm. It's kind of it's kind of sucks for him. Yeah. But yeah, I, I also just had one like side note. One of the doctors, like the, the doctor with like the white hair, I think he looks like Eugene Levy. So <laughs> but with like white hair. Anyways, I just had to call that out there. In certain parts when he like looks certain ways, like just like his profile, he just reminded me of Eugene. That's funny. Um but uh okay let me skip 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 and then so but then we kind of like almost go like back in time they almost kind of show because at first i thought it was supposed to be like in the now i'm confused at this point i will say i figured out that they are trying to show what's confusing for us 
is that it's the same exact office. Yes. And it's the same exact like space that we're currently in that we're learning about him. Yeah. But they bring in Caesar. They bring in Caesar for the first time on that table. And we think that like, oh, they're bringing him in now. It's when he first meets him. And that's why he's so happy to see him. Yes. Thank you. Yes. That makes total sense. Because I was confused as well. I'm like, wait, why are they bringing him in on a stretcher? And he's like, at first I thought that they killed him and he was dead or something. Yeah. And then I'm like, but then we cut back again to them over the books. And that's what made me think like, oh, we're just kind of going back to show like for a quick second the first time that he met him and realized, oh, this is a possibility. I can totally murder people using this guy. It's true. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah. So I... I I felt like that was important to mention because I was very confused. That makes so no, that makes total sense. I'm glad you did because that's why his yep. d- his diary is mentioned again. Yes, yes. Yeah, and I don't think he starts them with dear diary each entry, but I like to think he does. I'd like him to. <laughs> But yeah, he talks about I can make a pseudo zombie. Yes. That that makes total yeah. sense. Um and then so is that then when we see him running out when does the writing in the sky and on the building happen in that one scene outside it does so that not too far not too far after this because we learned that dr caligari is like it's not him but he wants so like it is him he wants to be dr caligari he's not actually dr caligari but he has read these stories and has wants to make it happen yeah because he's a murderer right and wants to do it and so he kind of like, I think just at one point, he just starts to wander around like right after that. I don't know exactly know how that happens, but he does. He starts to see like all the writing, like you said, on the on the walls and in the sky. And it just keeps saying Dr. Caligari, Dr. Caligari. Yeah. Dr. And I think it's just him losing his brain a little bit. Like, gotcha. He's just like thinking too much about who he wants to be. Yeah. And um, that, yeah. That's about where I was yeah. in, at this point in the Not movie. Sure. I was like, what in the world? Yeah. And then they say, um, they say we found we've found the sleeper out in the woods. I love that they call Caesar the sleeper. Yeah. And it's like, better than just keep saying some some somnambulist, if I'm saying it right at all. They're like, gather around, take a peep at the sleep. Yeah. Uh yeah, I, I do like that they yeah, that they call him the sleeper as well. That's so fun. Yeah. Um, but then diary time is over. Yes. And, oh, the sleeper's been found. Yes, sorry. I didn't mean to skip over that part. And then they bring him back, though. They bring him back to the doc's lair. Don't they? Like, bring yeah. him back to his home? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. The the lab coats, um, yep. they, you know, and a couple other people, too, not wearing lab coats. Right. Um, they reveal Caesar. And the doc, the director, he's he looks bummed. He like recoils yeah. and bummed outedness and then lunges for one of the lab coat wearers. It's yeah. Just this I don't know. I'm disoriented at this point. Yeah. I'm like it's what a in the world? Strange. It's a little strange. And because then the director's hauled away and they slap a straitjacket on him. Yeah. Cause the doc is the doc is the director and the director is the doc. I get very confused at this part too. Well, uh, what I'm not confused about is that that straight jacket is quite becoming on him. Uh, yes, so, it is. It is. <laughs> but it he is. does get locked away, mm-hmm. and then and then here's the funny thing too. I lost track of where we were or why I was hearing this story. Not in a bad way, but like after the after he's locked up. We go back to the telling of the tale in a little wooded area. And I was like, yeah, oh, right, right. Like, I forgot. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> all right. I forgot how it all began. Um, I don't know. I 
Because he says to the man, so Francis is the yeah. one sitting there talking. We're back to yeah, square one. Yeah, we don't one. know who, the, 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 who he is. The other guy. Yeah. And he's telling the rest of the story, and he's telling that man, Francis is like, to this day, he's locked up. Yeah, and then he, he it yeah, so I think all that is is that it's just like this whole time he's been telling this man that we don't know mm-hmm. this story, mm-hmm. and then they just get up and like, walk well time together. to leave this little wooded area yeah but uh-huh. then they like where they walk to they kind of walk to that hospital they're in like a courtyard looking area and this is where it starts to make more sense yeah. because then all of a sudden out of nowhere that that older guy just kind of like goes off on his own like he's not you mm-hmm. know what i mean yeah um and oh, then yeah did, did you pick up on the woman there there's a lot of people around oh, in yeah, that lots. courtyard yeah right and there's like a woman playing an invisible piano. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I caught her. Oh, yeah. She's a little. She's. Yeah. This is why I think I probably referred to this as an insane asylum. Sure. Hospital insane asylum. To but, her credit, it could have been an organ. But still, yes, either way. Maybe uh, she had a monkey on her shoulder. I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, so, but what but we also kind of learned kind of quickly. I don't understand well, my notes. Well, the other – so we see people we've been seeing in the story, right? right? We see Caesars chilling in there. Yeah. Right? Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and then there's a warning that we, we – And underst- he's, like, just, like, like like playing with something in his hand. Who yeah, knows? It's probably, like, a fidget, fidget fucking thing. A fidget like, spinner for yeah. the 1920s. It's just yeah. a piece of paper and string. It's a stick. <laughs> it was easy. Like, just bat this around for a little bit. It It'll was be fun. simple no, back then. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so and, – and we learned, too – there's a warning to never ask him to tell your fortune or you'll be a dead one. Yeah. Quote unquote. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we see Jane is chilling there. Yeah. She's like in a chair sitting there all regal like. Looking a little catatonic though too. Yeah. It's very Not catatonic. really responsive to stuff. No. And Francis is like, oh, it's my girl. It's my lady. She's, she's here. I'm going to propose to her. Yes. Well, yes. Marriage offer. Why yeah. not? Yeah. In front what, of a crowd. In front of a crowd. <laughs> at least they have a piano player already. What if you had a flash mob? <laughs> Cesar, Cesar does like the cha-cha slide in <laughs> and is like the ring bearer also. He's like, oh. <laughs> That's a big thing. I'm here. Oh, shit. Um, so, yeah. But no, he, he does. He like walks up to her and Jane is like, she's definitely like, she's comatose for sure. Well, and she, but she turns down his offer. Yeah, she's like, no. In front of everyone. Yeah, and no one gives a shit. <laughs> yeah, at the same time. Exactly. Well, and then Francis starts to be, he begins screaming and wigging out. Yes. And he's s- like, why the fuck don't you like me? Well, <laughs> this is why me and Alan and he's dead. <gasps> well, he's I saying- lost to a dead guy. <laughs> Sorry. Well, he's saying to everyone, he's like, you all think I'm insane. Yeah. It isn't true. It's the director who's insane. Yes. Uh-huh. And then it's like, oh no, <laughs> Francis is fit for a straight jacket too. <laughs> He's just losing his mind a little. Yes. So they like yank him into like a cell, like a room, right? Yep. It's not padded though. No. It doesn't look padded. It doesn't look friendly. And yeah, they, they slap on a straight jacket out of nowhere very yeah. quickly. Mm-hmm. And then we see Dr. Caligari, yes. a.k.a. the director, but he doesn't look so crazy. Right. Right, right, right. And he says that Francis is going to be taken care of. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then it's over. And then you're like, wait a second. Yes. Second plot twist. Yes. This whole time, 
the story that was being told from Francis, Francis is the crazy one. And the more I'm starting to think about it, that old guy just might have been a worker at the insane asylum. It was just like walking along with him. 100%. Like just like letting him tell the story and being like, okay, well, it's my day to watch you. I've already heard the story 17 <laughs> times. I pulled the short straw. I had to do it today. You guys <laughs> want to talk to Francis today? He's only told this story how many times? We're going to hear it again. Yep. Hundred percent, and then yeah, credits roll. Crazy dude, yeah. So for those who had, or I should say, for those who aren't following or didn't have that oh moment, yes, because I didn't in the immediate. It took a minute to. I had to marinate in it. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Oh my gosh, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, Doctor Caligari, to your point, isn't a murderer, but rather a doctor in an inside in, in an asylum where Francis is a patient. The narrative of the, of the film, therefore, is an extension of Francis's fantasies. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yep. 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 Do you want to start with your reasons for rating? I do. Um, and. Well, well, we'll talk about it. So, okay. okay. I'm nervous. All right. I'm a so, nervous McDervis. So things can change on the fly, folks. Just remember that. So um, so my reason for reading. Well, I just love a good plot twist. <laughs> Silent movies are not ones that I frequent often. Duh. Um, but this being only the second silent film I think I may have ever watched, I cannot compare and contrast them much. Right. Silent movies are creepy in general at times, and when and when they are supposed to be scary, it uh, it does make it worse, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope that I, I meant to go back and ask Dave if this made sense. Does it make sense to say, as I say this to you now, um, that the movement in a in a silent film is very staccato? That doesn't make sense. Um, staccato is a sound, not a movement. Maybe. Well, but like, like jerky? Very jerky. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. let's yeah scratch I, that. I Colleen. can understand. Yeah. That. But anyways, jerky. Mm-hmm. So silent movies are creepy and general. Okay, okay. So the jerky way that people move on screen and the overdramatic makeup makes everyone look sickly, scary, or both. <laughs> I have to say I enjoy watching and reading the plot as you have to pay attention. If I, What I'm trying to say is it makes you pay attention to a movie. You don't have a choice to sit there and look at your cell phone like you had warned me not to do, which I did not do. <laughs> yeah. um, I knew I had to – I knew I had no way – to be distracted. Otherwise, I would truly miss major plot points, which is so true. Mm-hmm. Can't look down away from a silent movie. I thought the villain turned out good and the hero turned turned bad was, was very fun. Um, and the overall look of the sets were unique and gave it a grungy, dark look. The storyline was kind of fun thinking of a sleepwalker kind of person, kind of person killing things, <laughs> killing people. <laughs> Could you tell it was like late when I did write this though? <laughs> no, the I movie did lose my interest here and there. Um, and I do not see myself going to watch this again right away, but I'm happy I can say that I saw it. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Well rounded. Yeah, thanks. Mm. Thanks. Um, so <laughs> first a little background. Mm, I took a film class in college. Oh. Don't worry, I had no idea what I was talking about in that either. Much like <laughs> much like the podcast. The uh, professor had assigned us Citizen Kane uh-huh. to watch because it's a classic groundbreaking film as far as technique, et cetera, right? Mm-hmm. I couldn't stand that movie. It was awful. Never I could barely that. stay awake, but don't watch it ever in life. I could barely stay awake. Don't, don't listen to me. I don't, again, I don't know what I'm I, I could I barely have... stay awake for, uh, for it as well, but I was glad at the end of the day that I had at least watched it one time, you know, to say that I had. I thought I was going to feel the same way about this movie. 
but I was grooving on it. Obviously, I enjoyed the sets, especially in case you couldn't fucking tell. Um, I loved the look of the film, the transitions, the framing of the characters. I loved like how it was the transition scenes too, or like how they transitioned to different scenes, like PowerPoint presentation, slide transition, love, 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 like the monocular. Mm -hmm. I loved all of that. Um, I love the music as well. One thing though that further solidified in my brain watching this is just how terrible I am at catching on to character names. <laughs> Apparently even when they're in text on screen, <laughs> I still can't fucking follow. Like, I don't know. But overall though, I was just really happy to give this a visit. I had heard of it and always heard the name of it in certain circles of talking about film or whatever and was just like Going into it blind, I wish I had fucking predicted it because uh, it would have been way off and super fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah. overall, glad that I got to see it yeah. for sure. What did you rate it? I, um, I, as you stated earlier, the word marinate. Yeah. Uh, I marinated on uh, my decision as we've been sitting here and I gave it a two. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Very sexy. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, I gave it a one yeah. for gore. And I'd just like to add, as we've discussed in the past, by the way, the gore score isn't per blood on cam. It's all about enjoyability. Yes, even though we are four for gore. Absolutely. Because <laughs> there is no gore whatsoever in this. No. But yes, thank you for uh, ver- uh, not verifying. Thank you for stating that, by the way, because yeah. I feel like we <laughs> four for gore. Sometimes we don't, we, you know. Anyways, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to tell you. And so. Three for for Gore on the cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Yes. I I definitely changed it up because the more and more I thought about it, I was like, I really love what what made me, it was a one. Mm -hmm. What changed it for me was the plot twists. Yeah. I thought that they were, that they did a very good job of like really changing it up. And I love that kind of, I love that kind of shit in movies where like the person that you think is sane is actually crazy. Oh yeah. I think it's brilliant. It's super cool. Super brilliant. I loved it. So, love that. A three for gore. Three for We've gore. had a lot of threes and I a know. lot of twos this season. Totally. You have to go back and listen, folks. But anyways, um, so the next one, we don't have to do a rando because we know. But I yeah, do. the next one is going to be fun. It's going to be a fresh, fresh meat. meat. So, Jill, do you want to go ahead and just <gasps> say it? We're going to watch X. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much looking forward yeah. to it. Uh, we finally. wanted to go see it in the theaters, but I tell you what, man, syncing our up our calendars. No. But this was a fun one, and um, we just love you guys. We talked way more than they did in the movie. Thank oh, you for way more <laughs> listening to us rambles. Yes, <laughs> we love you all so much, and hope that you catch us on the next one. And until then, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I never. I feel like I never know how to end these things <laughs> ever. <laughs> So bye later. Yay! Yay!